Cupcake, and welcome to the Vaguely Vaping Related Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to episode 32 of the Vaguely Vaping Related Podcast. This is Vape Fest issue. Um, hopefully you guys are all travelling down as we speak to Vape Fest because Ian Chandler should have let this one go live at about lunchtime on Friday. I'm going I'm, I'm travelling down and I want to listen to my fucking voice. Yeah, because so, you're that so narcissistic, I, aren't you? You just, wanna, you just like the sound I, of your own voice. No, I just want to hear where you haven't edited. (laughs) (laughs) So, as usual, I am joined by Mr. Ian Chandler. Hello. And we have a very special guest with us tonight. Um, The products get mentioned on every single show. Yeah. um, And so does he. Um, I don't think he fucking listens, so bollocks to him. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Mr. Vapefest himself, John Martin. How the devil are you? I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Thank you very much for having me on. We ran out of iOS presenters and we had to get you on, sorry mate. I get it, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. as, as normal, we're going to start, we'll start grilling you later on. Um, okay. Yeah, we, we keep grilling later on. Um, but before we do that, we need to know, what the fuck are you vaping on? What am I vaping on? Um, I, um, I was going to hold it up to the camera. It's really so used to it. There's no point. You can hold it up to the camera to us. It's fine. <laughs> no. You'll um, like I, when we get onto Ian Chandler because he's got a drip ship the size of fucking Mars. Oh, okay. Fine, fine, fine. I've got uh, my Dacus flask, and on top of that is a silver saver with the um, director lung post in, and that one from Coil Vapes, and just adding it. And <laughs> I've got a feeling. Uh, I've got a feeling that Just Add Nick is going to get mentioned quite just, a lot, but more than it normally the does. Tro- <laughs> the trouble is, I pick all the liquids, so <laughs> they're all stuff I like anyway. Um, <laughs> and uh, the second one, I've got a black saver on top of an RX. No, I have. It's not an RX seventy five, is it? It's a P. What is it? P eighty. Nah, something. I don't know what it's called. A mini. Thing of me, Bob. I'm it's so bad. Screen, I can't really see it. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm gonna hold it up. It's one of them. It's one of them. So for those of you, what uh, those of you listening, I know what it podcast, is. I know what it is. It's a Primo Mini. That's what it is. You go. Primo ah. Mini with a black saber on top, with the uh, mouth to lung posting and uh, salt nick cactus punch at 45 milligram. It's very good. Nice. I love the cactus punch range. Absolutely love yeah. it. Gave um, Chandler a go on the one of the new ones when he came over when we went to Jam, and he absolutely loved it. And he's also got a bottle of is it mojito I gave you? Yeah, yeah. mojito. Yeah. Mojito. Yeah. That's the one that I'm slowly working my way through. You're enjoying that. I am actually. It's it's. Uh, I like it best as mouth to lung. Mm. So which which is great because it's making this bottle last forever. And uh, it goes. It goes. The mojito goes really well with the drink as well. Yeah. Of anything, yeah, like mint. A nice summery drink. It's um, it's quite good. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who else is saying that was it? I've only got two setups. Throw it over to someone then, dude. Oh, okay. Chandler, what are you vaping on? I'm okay. What you have for lunch? And what? <laughs> <laughs> for my lunch, I had a uh, a floppy chicken sandwich in a lunchbox. Uh, How were you at work? I, I was yeah, work today. <laughs> you should have said you should have said no. <laughs> I had an argument with my wife. I just sat at the end of the garden with a lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I just, I just, I just got thrown out by the missus and had to. <laughs> yeah, here's a chicken sandwich, <laughs> asshole. Eat that. Uh, I have got, I have never had so many mods on the go at once. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, I feel your pain at the moment. Actually, I'm sitting here with a lot in front of me. They're not ones I'm currently really vaping on, but I've got a lot. I know. Oh. It's, it's, it's a little crazy because I, I just. Anyway, I've got. Uh, I've got. I, I just thought I'd put that drip tip on for your sheer amusement. Hey, see, um, see, John, see what I mean? Oh, I used to. I've had one. I have. I probably still got one in my. I know. It's 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 sitting on the side. It, basic, basically, this is a for those of you that can't see. It's a ridiculously tall, about four or five centimeters tall drip tip. Those that were were fashionable way back when. I'm wondering um, if he's going to poke my eye out from here, from Sheffield. <laughs> and I've got it on top of my... I've got a scrape, and I've got a, an extension tube on that, so even that's uh, a little bit uh, on the tall Massive. side. It's, uh, yeah, I, I'm contemplating getting another one. And uh, But, yeah, holds five mil of juice. It lasts forever. And the flavour on it's uh, really nice. Uh, I'm, not in, I'm not a big dual-coil... Uh, dual coil fan. The, everything else I've got is single coil, um, but that I've got it built at point seven with Canthal, so it's quite a oh, right. quite a look high. You, look at you getting low. Oh, I know. So <laughs> what did you zoom in on your? Did you? Oh, like, I know that no one can see this, but did you zoom in on yourself or did it do that? I, I, didn't, I was. I didn't zoom All in on I've myself. All I've got is a screen full of you. It's just a screen you full of face. There you go. <laughs> I, was told, I said to you earlier, Skype has this thing about Chandler. It just fucks it, it up has, every time. It has a way of doing that. Uh, there's a button in the middle of the screen. If you click it, it'll uh, it'll change the view. Oh, okay. There you go. Ah. That's probably oh, what okay. you did. That's better. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, fucking face. <laughs> yeah, the last thing you want is a really big close-up on my face. That's just... I, I don't know. I'll agree. <laughs> so I got the scrape. I've got, I've got the intake RTA, which, when I got it, I loved it. I'm going off it now, <laughs> purely because I can't get a. I've, I've tried a flat wire build in it, and I've got a flat wire build in my Entheon that works beautifully. It, it works a treat. So I put the same build in that. And it's running hot. I can't use it on a mech, which is why it's on my regulated RX23. And it's not wicking properly. It's driving me up the wall. So I don't know whether that's... That's probably not the tank's fault. It's probably my fault building it. But it's just weird, it's just weird that it pretty much identical coil to what I've got in my single coil Entheon on my VVRM is working a treat. And yet... I thought- 
I thought you were going to say the intake you weren't going to use anymore because you've been ripped about it by so many people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Loads of people are, 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 are saying they don't like it, and so it's probably going to please a few people. Mr. Ian Schwartz, in particular, seems to be ripping the hell out of me every time I post a picture of it because, it, um, in his words, it offends his eyes. And I it is it is one of those it is one of those it is one of those tanks that you either love it or you hate it. It is also the shortest drip tip I've ever seen you use. Yeah, mainly because the beautiful one that I had on top I broke because I dropped it oh, on the floor. Yeah, yeah, I was I was expecting the tank to go into in the, at least the glass to shatter into a million pieces as well, but it was the drip tip. You know what broke. you need to do with that, don't you? What's that? Take it to Fest and go and see uh, Mr. Goldsmith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I've got a, I've got a few drip tips that I need, uh, I, I need to purchase uh, when I go there. Uh, being especially one for my gas mods GL one, I mm-hmm. need a, definitely need a drip tip to go on the you got, twenty-two. You've got a couple mil. of. There's a couple of drip tip makers, isn't there? You've got Golden Vape, obviously. Yeah. Sure. And, um, oh no, no, no! Why did I start the subject without thinking of his fucking name? Big, big. Oh, big is there? Yeah. Um, Drip tips um, by big. Last, but he, he had mods last year. Andy Door. Andy, Andy Door. No, 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 no. Rock no. mods. Oh, bollock. Rock mods. Yeah. There you go. Thanks. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rock mods have got. He's got. He's been doing drip tips and beauty rings. I've been seeing what yes. he's been. They are. They are stunning. Some of those, and you've got matching really sets. Good. So yeah, yeah we, we will warn. We will warn the listeners that, um, like the other iOS hosts we've had on in the past, John posted up on the iOS um, Facebook earlier on with a pint of vodka and tonic was it dude yes it's a pint of vodka and tonic it's <laughs> and, how, and how far are you down it uh, about half i think yeah something like so, that oh. by, the time, by the time we finish you'll be all right oh Ooh. man what Go are you drinking Chandler? what am i drinking i am drinking pepsi max oh, pepsi max yeah, yeah, yeah what's your husband drinking what <laughs> <laughs> one for lady yeah <laughs> So yeah, yeah, I'm on the I'm on the I'm on the heavy stuff as per normal. But there is a bottle of beer sitting there that is calling my name. That might I couldn't hear it, it saying cunt at all. It is still attached in here though. I might have to rip oh, it out. That's the one. That, yeah, you you drank the other one of those when we had uh, I Rick did. on. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I did. When Rick was on, and that was the bottle I had when when Rick was on because I, I was just feeling completely left out. Yeah, because he had a growler. <laughs> he had enough beer for us all. And yeah, like, yeah. And he wasn't sharing. <laughs> so is that is that your uh, your list of things you're vaping today, dude? Uh, I've got the Serpent SMM on the on the oh. uh, on the uh, Infinium, and the reason I got that out was because Ian Schwar was ribbing me about the about the intake, and so I got this back out. And at the moment, with the, with the setup I've got in the intake, I like this better than the intake now. Which is annoying me because I loved it when it first, when I first got it. So I'm going to have to try another build. And I've got my Serpent Mini mouth to lung, and I've got the coup, de, coup d'état uh, in there. The coup d'état because that is a cracking mouth to lung vape. The flavour of the week from last week. It was a good juice. It really was a good juice. I, I did the whole bottle um, over the weekend. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. 
So there you go. Dribble left when I was on VT UK last week. That was it. You had a little dribble on VTUK, and that was it. Oh, bless you. That's it. Yeah, live, live on, live on the YouTubes. Not good. Only had a little dribble. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, so go on then, Jim. What are you vaping on? I am vaping upon the Aegis mod with the black saver on as standard uh, with 18 milligram Lick Raspberry Ripple Nick Salt. Um, it's just a all-day banger. It's been having woodwork done on top of it all week and dust flying about and the mod's just standing. There's pictures of it like sat in nearly a foot of uh, uh, wood chip from where we were chopping down a wall. It was great. There seems to have been a bit of a pushback this week as well about um, Saltnik being as you mentioned it and I mentioned it. There does seem to be a bit of a media assault on Saltnik, uh, mainly stemming from the US and, yeah. and, and, and based on bullshit. Yeah, yeah, completely, completely. Yeah, we we may touch on that. You can touch on that in the news section under your news, if you like, John. Okay. You can you can have a bit of news because I know I know after listening to iOS, you've done a lot of research on it, and I was quite interested. So we will go and have a look into that. I am also vaping upon the Bassium with the uh, Alpha on top. I so want that green one. I don't know why the green one is oh, just it's so nice. appealing. It's an emerald metallic green. It's lovely. It's coming to fest with me, definitely. And inside there, I have got Railcracker. Ooh. From just I think, okay. <laughs> Very good. Very good. And oh. I also, uh, I was given a mod this week by my boss. Um, we popped back to his after doing some work on the new shop. His is sort of on the way. And we uh, we popped in and we were having a, a beer with him and his partner and discussing all sorts of bits and pieces. And all of a sudden he went, why don't you borrow this and have a go on this? And I was like, ah, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't. He went, actually, I've got two. Take this one. <laughs> and it's an old uh, smock uh, sub-E pipe. Sub-E pipe? Oh, oh my yeah. word. And on top of that, I have got uh, a berserker just because it's the only thing I had that was the right size that wasn't a saver. And I need to get another saver when we are at Fest. Um, yes, yes, yes. They will oh, be there. Well, I could just grab one from our shop who so sells that, them as well. So that pipe, so that, effectively that pipe you've got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the buttons. the button is the top of the bowl. It's where the embers would be. Yeah, yeah in yeah. the bowl. And is it literally just a constant output? There's no, there's no up or down. It's got, it's got like basically an, an early version of a switch vet inside it. Um, it's an, there's an eighteen six fifty in here in the main stem. Yeah. Uh, um, and it charges through a five ten connector um, on the end, so you have to unscrew the the uh, atty to um, effectively charge it. But it lasts a little while. It's just a nice little handy thing. I have found myself sitting there. Uh, using it as a pipe and i know i was talking with with anthony my boss who uh went to one of the first ever vape fests and apparently there was an awful or used to be an awful lot of pipe users there there used to be a lot of, yeah, yeah. of with with custom pipes yeah it was when the 18350 was a yeah. was a thing um yeah there was yeah i mean the ghost 
town of of pipe vapes in the UK is, is still available on Google, really, because if you yeah. type them in, they all turn up. Though the shops are long, sort of forgotten. Because we yeah, well, really... he's, he, he's got some still in shop number one in Wisbeach, um, set upstairs that were made by a guy who I name. I know his name was David, but other than that, I can't remember the rest of his name. But he was apparently one of the very early modders of proper pipes, like proper wooden pipes. And he would convert them over to. Um, yeah, I had. I remember having an eighteen three fifty real pipe. Yeah, yeah. Well, you might. You, I know you've been going to Fest for donkeys, and you might well know of this guy because apparently he used to show at, at Fest as well. So, as soon as I remember, I will ask you. But oh. he's got. He's got quite a few really nice ones um mm. at the shop uh tucked away because the guy became quite ill um and couldn't do the servicing on them if they required them or fix anything on them as a modder so uh, they got sort of withdrawn from sale and put in a box and they haven't moved from there so oh. we're gonna potentially get them out a little bit and use them for display pieces or or whatever um but they were they were high end. I mean, high high end. Um, oh, absolutely, yeah. Well, we everybody. Well, that's the great thing about having vaped for six years. Everything used to be fucking high because <laughs> a startup kit had cost you eighty quid. Yeah, yeah, it did. I bought I, I bought a, a tech. I don't know if you remember this. It was a tech T cross. It looked vaguely similar to a to a pipe, and it had got an extension right. tube on the side. That you could put an eighteen, you could change it from an eighteen three fifty to an eighteen six fifty. I remember that costing me eighty quid. Yeah, and it's quite normal. Yeah, looking at it now, it's like, yeah, nothing was but, cheap. Uh, no. But no, that's that's what I'm uh, I'm ripping on. And inside there, I have Planet Cracker. Ah, um, from just a <laughs> just Nick. Nick. Okay. Yeah, that's a really good hey. cereal. Are you vaping um, on anything that's not from Just Add Nick? Oh, no, you mentioned the lick. Lick. That's the only one. Because another setup I've got sat here is uh, my Dacus flask with a Berserker RDA on the top of it. And inside there, I've got peach fluff from Just Add Nick. (laughs) (laughs) All available next week at my best. Yeah. Um, I've got. I've also got sat in front of me. I did say I had a lot of mods sat in front of me. I've got my um, uh, Falcon One with the Pandora on top, and I've just been banging in some uh, Cactus Jackie from. Just... Um, <laughs> this is yeah, and, and it's it's not because John's on. As everyone who listens to this knows, that's what I vape. Um, I was sent. From Ali Keegan, the uh, Planet Cracker. Yeah. Ian Schwar sent me the rest of his um, Rail Cracker because he knows it's my favourite juice. We got uh, it back. It's back. There's like I nine know. bottles left on the site. That's it. Oh, and and, that, and, is and that it for Rail Cracker? Will that be it? That will be gone. No, it's coming back. It's coming back. Zach's just sorted himself out. Um, just sorted out another way of doing it. So it's, it's coming back. Cool. Are you taking those nine bottles with you to Vape Fest? Uh, it's nine kits, so uh, yeah, why not? Might as well. <laughs> Good luck. 
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My name goes on them. Um, on all nine, yeah. But no, the reason the reason I bought the uh, peach fluff was actually because of the saver. I bought the saver when you guys first had it in, the first day you had it in. Yeah. Uh, um, made it up to <coughs> 40 quid or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, free postage. Yeah, yeah well, I, I hadn't... Ah. I hadn't used peach fluff before, but Craig vaped it at Jam. When we went to Jam, was it? Yeah, London. Was it? No? Was it yeah, Jam? Who was vaping? Sorry. Uh, Craig, Harrison. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, was he vaping peach? He's normally blueberry and strawberry, but he would have. Yeah. Yeah, fluff. Yeah. It, it was fluff, and I, I looked it up, and I just thought, I fancy giving the peach one a go. Mm-hmm. So, I know he's a he's a massive fluff fan, and it, I had a little go in the pub outside, and it was quite good. So. A lot of people have said that he's a fluffer. That is like a thing. Mm. Mm. Likes 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 a nice bit of fluff. I didn't get what he what they meant until we went to the pub. That uh, joke deserved way more. It did, that, yeah. When I went to the pub and I went to the toilet, and he happened to be standing behind me, then I realised why people called him a fluffer. I thought, oh, it was just right, guys. Oh yes, not to do a liquid. No, nothing to do with it. <laughs> he just likes he likes ice cream flavors, but he also likes doing that. Craig, <laughs> <laughs> we love you. <laughs> he was testing the heat flux of them. Yeah. Oh, and no, I'm vaping on. Um, You're vaping too much on. Brew dog. I'm drinking yeah, too yeah. much brew dog. IPA. Good man. Good man. I've I've got a few cans up with me because I knew you were on, and I know I'm going to drink a lot. <laughs> I always do. I sit there on a Thursday night when when the iOS starts, and as soon as the the title starts, I open a can. How much? When um, in the old uh, in the old house. Um. Where I used to do the show from was on the first floor, and it had three floors. But that was on, so that was on the first floor, and um, it's quite notorious. Once I fell down the stairs and nearly died when I finished doing the show, trying to carry too much stuff down. It's like one of those people who thinks oh, I'm carrying it all; it's all coming at the same time. And uh, I slipped, and I got no hand to catch a rail or anything. It just went down, and all I was thinking was. I'm definitely going to break something. So I tucked my arms in. And I, actually, I didn't break anything. But then it became a thing of don't take the bottles out. It was a lot to do with having a few beers during the show as well. So I just, You, you I do certainly have a few beers during the show. Yeah, so I started leaving the bottles upstairs though after the shows. And then sometimes cause it's just it's sort of my spare room, really. And then... It was bad if it, it left it a few weeks and you're like bringing down sort of 30 bottles. Go, ah, probably, probably need to go to the recycling today. And the neighbours looking oh. at you. It's still yeah. on Friday morning. Yeah. Going, really? Mm. Must... They're always big bottles. So. Yeah, I, uh, I, I do remember setting you a challenge once. Oh, I... yeah. I can't remember what <laughs> I was drinking that night. Yeah, came to Felixstowe and... Um, uh, met you. Oh, so. drink them all. Yeah, the you had to drink yeah, yeah. all of them, all four of them. I t- took over a four pack of local beers um, from Whizbeach, and you, the, uh, uh, hats off to you. You got through them all because oh, you, yeah. sent, no you sent me a picture of the last one in your bathroom, going done. Yeah. 
I remember you every every time you cracked a new one, you were showing it up to the uh, showing up the, up to the camera. Yeah, we were. So it's like Saturday because it's all day at Vape Fest. Um, even if you only and this sounds terrible, uh, it isn't. It's just true. The day is so long, so I'll be up. So we'll be there from about just past eight o'clock to mm. set everything up in the morning. Yeah. So likely by midday, I would have had beer number one. As I yeah. leave the showground, I might have had six beers, but it'd be sort of six beers over nine hours. Yeah. And then you go out in the evening. So you might end up, I mean, I think the average person would end up, you can end up at midnight having drunk 20, but not, be worse for wear at all because no, you've you spread it out across it the whole I must have, yeah. I must admit last year I got my I got my first beer at eleven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And uh, I got Who did that to you? Uh, Rotten bastards. That that would be that would be Mr Brad Pinto <laughs> who who went Hmm, South African beer and uh, and handed me a beer and refusing to take no for an answer when he passed it over. <laughs> so Good like, man. Okay, and then we, and then you ended one. up coming over and finding me and uh, Dan and getting and f- a little worse for wear. Yeah, falling over and uh, keeping Mister Dacus up all night. <laughs> he wasn't allowed to stand up. He just stayed sitting down in his chair, and I kept plying him with beer, and he tried to keep up with me, and it didn't work very well for him. Well, no, I struggle to keep up with anyone. To be fair, I've mentioned this before. I'm such a lightweight with beer; it's uh, it's disgraceful. They were strong. I, uh, they were warriors. They were they were nice and strong. Yeah. I nearly. I think. Yeah, it's bad, isn't it? I think I'm back up to the old. I remember when I was about twenty, and my friend came home from the RAF for the weekend, and we and he said, uh, "Let's go out and uh, we'll have a bit of a drinking competition." And I remember, <laughs> I remember tapping a beer bottle on his head at one a.m. because he was asleep on a nightclub table. And he woke up shook, and I went, you lose. <laughs> and then <laughs> walked off. <laughs> we used to drink every night until 2 a.m. Because oh, you did. So it was like, yeah, you got no hope, mate. <laughs> Misspent youth. Oh. Yeah, terrible, terrible stuff. We've uh, all done it. We've all been there. We've all been there. Um, shall we do a little bit of news? Some news. Mm. Have you got some news, Mr. Parker? I've got some news. Well, you need to write down a timestamp for the da, 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 fucking news. We haven't actually got... A, the, there isn't a lot of point, because I haven't got a fucking jingle for news. I just gave you one. Da, 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 da. John, can you just say news in an interesting way, please? <laughs> oh, my God, it's the fucking news! Now we have a jingle. Right, OK, we'll use that one from now on in all of... <laughs> Go on then, so what news, uh, do you want to go first then, Jim? I can kick off the news section for you, my darling. Go on then, sweetie. I'm going to kick off with quite a decent one, actually. Um, And it is that MPs push for continued vaping momentum. Ooh. This is an article that I found in a couple of places, actually. Uh, Vaped has got it on there on the 26th of July. Uh, last week, a debate took place in the House of Commons to discuss the tobacco control plan, which is now one year old. Public Health Minister Steve Brine led the debate, accompanied by MPs from various parties. Steve Brine opened the debate 
as he mentioned the success of last year's Stoptober campaign, which included vaping. He went on to explain that vaping is safer than smoking and is held uh, and has helped thousands of people in quitting smoking. Brian has been relatively positive about vaping when speaking in debates and during sessions on e-cigarette inquiries. Um, and it goes on to discuss uh, that trading standards budgets have been cut and there's been a, um, nearly 40% of the local authorities have carried out no investigations into vaping non-compliance. Nationally, trading standards have uh, only action just over half of the reports they have received from local businesses. And action can mean anything as yep. well, can't it? That's nothing. Yep. That could just be a phone call. Action is bollocks. Yeah, walked past the shop. The fact yep. that it was closed, it was a Sunday, means fuck all, but they've actioned it because someone's been. Yep. That's that's as much as it goes. Or like you say, looking it up on a website, that doesn't mean anything. So they've only done about half. Um and it, it continues just to say that this is unacceptable. Um, and they're blaming the budget cuts for that. But I thought it was quite a positive note, excuse me, that uh, MPs are sort of backing it a little bit. I also found another piece on another website, which was Planet of the Vapes, actually, um, saying that Sir Kevin Barron is supporting vaping as well. Um, and the Parliamentary Tobacco Control, which I thought was quite good. It mentions the fact that the IBVTA are still pushing, um, and most MPs seem to be getting on, on side now with regard to vaping. I'm, I'm a bit worried it's going to get uh, lost in the in the uh, wash, really, because right. there's so much more important stuff at the moment. Yeah. It's, it's huge, and there's no budget for... It. The, the trouble is, with... Ch- um, chasing these things up, it doesn't pay. Um, it could, but you'd need an initial yeah. budget to get it rolling. We know yeah. tobacco pays. Um, anybody who's ever worked in a shop that sells alcohol or tobacco knows that the trading standards choose somebody. Uh, they pay a kid to go in yeah. and try and buy alcohol or cigarettes. And there are lots of very strict regulations about it. People get very confused and say that the trade standards are trying to trick them. They pick somebody who is not only too young, they always look too young. Mm. Blatantly too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, you, you look, remember, you're, talking, you're talking about 10-year-olds. Um, yeah, it's not a trick. Oh, but I will say, they're normally now, us smoking and drinking, they're normally, if, it's, if it was alcohol when I used to do it, you had to be 16 then. But um, you'd be... If it was alcohol, they'd be 16, but they looked 11. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember um, discussing with a friend of mine who owned a shop in Spalding where I used to own my showroom. Um, And he he owned an an off-license. And they they used to check him very regularly. Yeah. And they used to send people in. And once once they left, he knew that they were working for them and it wasn't the case of they turned around and went I was working for this it was it was because they you were do. so blatant do you know why they yeah. always check do you know why they always check the decent shops though there's a really good reason cool. which is when you're nicked as I was quite a few times being an underage drinker and they asked you where it came from 
you said the place that never served you in a million years <laughs> because you never said where you actually got it from because you were going yeah. back there next week so yeah. you couldn't so you went no the co-op yeah and they didn't ask anything they just gave it to me straight away yeah and then <laughs> makes sense. total bollocks makes sense no, he, he used to get but it was it was that obvious that they were working for them because they would come in and they would be blatantly underage and they wouldn't have any confidence about it or anything like that whereas I used to get served fags underage and if you walked in and had enough confidence about you even if you did look younger I never did obviously looking as old as I fucking do now it's not it's not starting yeah, the last yeah. time yeah yeah um, you know if you walked in and had enough confidence about it then you didn't get stopped but these were just sheep they were always sheepish young people that were getting paid like 50 quid to go in and do it. Yeah. Well, the amount of vape shops that there are, um, it would cost... But, you only got, but you've only got a nick, yeah, but it it, it starts it start running. I mean... There are there are way more shops that sell cigarettes than there are vape shots, shops. Yeah, but there are, they, don't, they don't crack down on those as much either. No. Uh, you see, I, I've, I have an argument for that. I think that they should start doing it and we should start losing the... The, the, yeah. the shitty shops. I completely let's, agree. let's have them out and gone. Yeah, yeah. it and did it actually take... happen local to me. We oh, used okay. to have three shops in town, and now we only have two. Yeah, Good. there are reasons uh, behind it, and yeah, there you go. That's what happens. Sell snidey products to underages, and guess what happens? Yeah, Bye. good. Yeah, yeah. Fuck them. If you can't do it properly, we're all in this industry to make money and we're all in this industry to help people get off the fags and we're all here to do a service. Yeah. If you're going to break the rules, why should you be allowed to continue? Because the good yeah. shops should all out you. Because yeah. you're doing them out of business and you're doing it morally wrong as well as ethically wrong. Yeah. So, fuck them. Chandler! Yeah. Before I start ranting. Before? What are you talking about? He's taking a break. He's a... <laughs> we'll get back to it in a minute. Oh Mate. dear! Right, I... must I smoke my pipe? Uh, yeah, you 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 puff on your uh, you puff on your pipe. Um, I I found an article in Vaping Three Hundred and Sixty, mm-hmm. and it was basically a teenager dies in hospital, and the reason he died is he's. He had a stroke. Yeah. Um, so the lad had a stroke, which, you know, does happen occasionally to teenagers. Uh, it's not always the elderly and the infirm. But the issue with this is that the hospital found he'd got a vaping device on his person. They, and... I will... Uh... Oh, I don't want to ruin your story unless you get to the end and say this, but they retracted it two days later. Oh, I haven't got to the end and... Uh... Oh, they retracted the vaping. Have they, had, have they he... retracted that? Yeah, yeah, he had a stroke two days previous. He was admitted, they discharged him, um, and, and and he died. Um, it had got absolutely nothing to do with vaping at all. He'd uh, sadly developed a blood clot in his brain, yeah. and, and they, they, they missed it. Yeah. He was discharged as they thought he would just had a funny turn, and he he didn't. He, he'd had a, 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 a anyone who's ever worked in anything medical or knows anyone who's had a stroke 
if you've had one without treatment, you're incredibly likely to have another because the first one, if it passed, counted as the TIA, so it, was, yeah. it would have it passed. But you you are you're very susceptible, especially with that blood thinning drugs. It would have happened nearly immediately, and he think he yeah, I think he died 48 hours later. But the doctor yeah, yeah, they retracted it. Yeah, they retracted so, it. I mean, the I mean this this is horrendous that 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 Azir it is obviously obviously had this and. It, that's that's in no way, shape, or form a good thing. Um, who was it who reported the, the vaping device, and why did they report it that way? It's the the article. The article that I've read is has basically said they they assumed that he was having um, he was having bad effect, uh, effectively having a nicotine overdose. So they they assumed he was feeling unwell. Uh, because of nicotine from vaping, and so the article the article is saying they missed the stroke because they assumed he was uh, he'd been vaping and therefore he was ill from vaping. I, I'm and no medical I'm no medical specialist, but surely there's there's a difference in the yeah. uh, symptoms it's, for a nicotine overdose. I'm gonna just it's such a it's a really divisive subject anyway strokes mm. it's very mm. difficult yeah. um a tia so a clot that passed uh it, 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 there are ways of detecting it you can detect that somebody's got um, a blood clot by um uh, by taking a blood uh, taking a doing a blood count or or doing a blood test mm-hmm. you can check it uh, you can find it if it's still there um, uh, but it's it is a bad diagnosis. There's nothing around that. But uh, I, th- it seemed to me that no one of any importance at the hospital said that. I think it was from said, yeah, from, by a cleaner or something. I don't think it was anything else. Yeah, see, so <laughs> from, from reading I the, read the article, so I didn't know who. Yeah, from it. from reading the article, it it is. Basically, being implied, they they missed they missed the stroke. Regardless of ignoring the vaping, the, the, they missed the stroke on the poor lad. Um, but it is then implied that because they they'd found this vaping device that he'd got in his bag or wherever. Uh, it's not, like, it, it, it's, it's, it's as much it's 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 as much the way what caught me with the article. It's as much the way that it was reported. Yeah, mm. as um, as as in the actual event itself. Yeah, um, it's like oh, he'd he'd got a vape in it, and so all of a sudden you've got you you've suddenly got a clickbait article. Yeah, you've got media attention. The second yeah, yeah, you yeah, make yeah. it's the same as the um, circuit board place, the flexible board place where they had a fire. Yeah, and, and or no, no people were feeling unwell, weren't they? They thought it was a gas leak, chlorine gas leak, due to vape devices and there'd never been any vape device anywhere near the bloody place yeah um, if you ever want to do that <laughs> um, yeah you can I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to name them because it's your podcast but I, I remember having two staff members on a ventilator thanks to two household products being mixed down a sink <laughs> and they you can create chlorine gas in, in your own kitchen yeah. Yeah. yeah now this, so, this was apparently um, down to a new carpet uh, okay. 
Yeah. And the, it was reported because one of the reporters, the first on the scene news reporters, had reported that it was a vaping device. And every other subsequent news article, media portrayal, was that it was a, a company that produced vape e-liquid, I think it was, All they right. said initially. And it turns out they weren't. They were people who made flexible um, computer boards for washing machines and all sorts of things. But Is it worth... I just... Just thinking, it Go might on. be worth being a tiny bit responsible. Just really quickly, what the symptoms of a stroke? I was just going to say, if you are with somebody and they start acting strangely, uh, weakness on one side, especially on, on their face, um, slurred speech, yeah. um, confusion, repeating the same thing a couple of times, uh, and you're unsure what's going on. Just take them straight to any. Yeah, don't even think about it. I, I just thought we'd just definitely say that because it is. Uh, it could have been missed. I, I, I know, uh, uh, I know of instances in the past where the first diagnosis has been that the person is drunk and they're not. They've had a stroke. Yeah, it's it's that easy. So it is easy to miss, and especially if somebody's under the age of, you know, that lad was under the age of twenty-five. Yeah. I know of one girl. Uh, it can be a side effect of certain pill popping. It can give you a stroke if you um, are susceptible. Uh, and, and yeah, but it's so strange. Somebody under twenty-five, it is easy to miss. I'm not saying forgive the medical professional. I'm saying forgive. Don't forgive shit journalism for adding the word vaping. No, basically, if you notice anybody who does appear to be in any way, shape, or form drunk and they haven't had alcohol, mm-hmm. take them to fucking A and E because yeah, a lot of the symptoms for that type of thing, and also. Um, the prequel to a to a heart attack can be basically drunk. The <laughs> symptoms of being drunk yeah, yeah. they're very very similar because it's a it's a, a lack of oxygen to the brain is that the same as an alcohol. But the weird one, just I know we're going way off. This no, is me fine. doing what I do every single. This week. is vaping. vaping okay. Your paper, it's allowed. If you've ever, it's quite having. I've been with somebody while they're having a heart attack. Um, and there's two really good ones that people forget about. Uh, everybody knows about pressure on the chest and pain in the arm, but there's two which nearly always happen. Oh, I can make this extra boring. I just realised. <laughs> uh, one of them is you've never seen someone turn a colour. Someone turns when they're having a heart attack. Uh, it is grey. Yeah, like, I was about to say it's like a purpley grey colour. It's horrible. Yeah, it's absolutely pallid and grey. Um, and the other one is the other a symptom of a heart attack is the, a sense of impending doom, and it's very real. Uh, they they feel yeah a sense of impending doom. And this is my second fact. This is good. That was fact number. We'll call that fact number one. Fact number two. <laughs> and you can shout at the TV. You can join me worldwide. Women, when having a heart attack, don't have the same symptoms as men, and nobody says it on the TV. Really? Never. They don't get pressure on the in the centre of their chest, and they do not get pain down their left arm. Um, a lot of the times in women, it's uh, they'll think it's a very severe heartburn, uh, but no pressure, no pain in the left arm. Not true. So every time you're watching, um, there's a great. Yeah, I used to watch Friends back in the day, and um, Phoebe has a heart attack in Friends and goes and then clutches her arm, and I'm sat in the front room going, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> No, 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 no. 
You may be doing this for comic effects, but I'm not having unfactual visuals. I'm sorry, I'm just not doing it. No, no. I've got a feeling you're probably the the most uh, annoying person to be watching, uh, trying to watch uh, light entertainment with. I don't really, but I don't really watch, to be totally straight, I don't, we kind of watch thrillers a lot at home, uh, like series thrillers as well. But like, there's so many things that have lost me in the last sort of five, ten years. I don't watch anything. Um, yeah, all, any sitcom before nine o'clock at night, I wouldn't watch anyway because it's so broad. <laughs> I just forget it. I'm not watching that. Um, You're not one for Coronation Street, then, do you? No, a fucking miserable shit that people watch. <laughs> I don't know why people invite that dirge into their house. Um, I always go and do something else when EastEnders. Yeah. Well. Oh, I just think it. But don't, I've got this thing. I think it. Uh, I think it makes people um, a certain uh, people dismiss things offhand, which are really serious. Like there'll be somebody they know is having an affair, and they'll say, "Oh yeah, blah blah, I was having an affair." And you go, "That's really dreadful. That's mm. horrific." Oh yeah, and his wife just found out. Oh my god, that's really horrible. How is she? Is she okay? Oh, I'll probably be over it next week. It's not Albert Square, you silly fuckass. That's really <laughs> devastating. Yeah. Either that or she'll uh, hit him ho- over the head and uh, bury him in the uh, beer cellar. Yeah, I don't even know what that's a reference to. But no, yeah, neither but... do I, but I. I'm not actually <laughs> sure whether that was how Dirty <laughs> Den no, went. No, wasn't there one where someone got buried underneath a patio in Brookside? Oh, Brookside. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 that's back. My, my mum yeah. was one. She would watch Coronation Street, EastEnders, Brookside. No, she was never Emmerdale, oh. but the rest of it. Now, my, no. my, I, I, I remember distinctly when, before I got married, my missus was watching, um, oh, what was it, Hollyoaks came on first. Then it, yeah. was, then it was Emmerdale, Coronation Street, EastEnders, Brookside. There you go, that was five. And they, and oh, they, all, they all followed one after the other. Oh, no, I'm forgetting Home and Away first. Oh yeah. See, see, my wife oh. initially, when she first started lodging with me, um, she was my lodger. Um, she used to watch Hollyoaks, and that very quickly fucking stopped because that wasn't going on my telly. <laughs> I thought my telly might catch something. Mine's, mine's the same. I have exactly the same. Uh, well, my wife was what to watch Hollyoaks, and I used to leave the room because she couldn't stand it. And then one day she came through and said, "They killed seven people. Seven people tonight." And I went, right. And she went, that's it. That'll do. You're right. It's just, it's just misery. And I went, yeah. And then, slowly, they all got, like, we have things in our house which are banned. All soaps are banned. Strictly <laughs> banned. X Factor, banned. Britain's Got Talent, banned. It's awesome. It's never on. I've never seen any of this shit. Don't have to watch it. Oh, Strictly. Strictly's awesome. Can't stick it. Anything that anything anyone who came up to me and said, you know that Anne Whittacombe, I know she's not a great person. She's quite funny. What is it? She she's not. She's Satan. <laughs> I don't care if she can do the whatever whatever the tango. I get Ugh. this. I I get this feeling that you've never seen an episode of Love Island. No, never seen. I'll be honest. Neither have I. To be fair, it just doesn't. I, and I, and I, I said this at work, and, and this lass at work says, you've never seen Love Island, and the look she gave me was <laughs> as, as, if I was, as if I was abnormal. 
you know well, you are how, how have you how have you yeah i i was sat um at my in-laws having dinner once and my sister-in-law was on the other side the table and my mother-in-law was up the end and um i zoned out and they're having this conversation you'll get this now but i promise i didn't oh actually okay so they were they're having this conversation and i kind of like came to halfway through and um my mother-in-law said well, that Anne, if she doesn't sort herself out, then Julie's going to be really annoyed. And then my sister-in-law said, well, you know, if Julie likes Trevor, then they're just going to have to get over it. And they had this really long conversation mm-hmm. about all these people. And I thought, odd, I didn't think they had, they mixed in the same circle. And then we got in the car to go home. And I said, uh, I, I said, How, why, uh, your mum and my sister-in-law, whose name I'm not going to use, um, they know an awful lot of the same people. And she said, no, they don't. I said, well, they had a whole conversation about this person going out with that one and that person going out with this one. She said, what are you talking about? And I said, I don't know. They talked about it for about 20 minutes. And then I said, and what's a Tawi? And Shelley went, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and she went, the only way is Essex. And I went, what's that? And she went, television programme. Jesus Christ. So I've been in a car with a 60-year-old man. I had no idea what they were about. Don't talk in first person about people on the telly. Oh. In Sorry, anyway. Oh. See, this is why I'm not allowed to do that on the R show. No, no, no. And it's fine. And that's and that's the thing. And and to be, and to be honest, I, I was I was I was I was saving this for uh, for later. But uh, it, it it seems quite appropriate. One of the questions I was going to ask you was, um, what was the what was the last what was the last series that you watched, be it Netflix or or TV? What was the what was the last box kind of box set that you watched, beginning to oh, end? Oh, that's difficult. That's that is difficult. That's difficult. Well, I don't know if it'd count. Um, I've re I've watched and rewatched Brooklyn Nine Nine. I don't know if you've ever seen that. No, I haven't yeah. actually. Right, it's Jimmy a it's a comedy series based on uh, on um, a precinct. In, in, in New York with oh, Andy yeah, yeah. Sandberg. Yeah. It's and it's so well cast. You know you have an it's one of those series where there's no waste in it at all. They're all just brilliant and uh, the writing's incredible. And I'm just trying to think of what the other thing oh damn. I nearly named a flea treatment rather than what something's called. <laughs> <laughs> I was really excited, I thought I know what it's called. It's not called that. Um no, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to kind of hope that Google get me here. Uh, oh, <laughs> food oh, I know what it's called. I've got it. It came. came. I nearly said. I nearly really chuffed with myself. Went frontline. That's not. That's flea treatment. Um, Line of Duty, which we've seen from end to end a couple of times. Have you seen Line of Duty? If, which, what's that? No. Line of Duty. I think that's what Line it's of Duty. Oh, uh, the no. British police. Thriller. It's ridiculously good. Um, I yeah, remember I the gone. thin blue line. Yeah, no, that's it, what I was is... thinking of because that was a that was a comedy though, wasn't it? Thin blue line. Um. Well, uh, yeah, this, they're the kind of things we watch. And um, uh, what was the other thing we've watched? Uh, uh, before that was have you seen Happy Valley? No. From up north. Oh, that's good. That's another police thriller. That, that's kind of thing. Do, do you not watch like normal box sets like <laughs> Walking Dead no. and Game of Thrones? No. 
They're just... They're too... I don't really like... Blame The Hobbit. It all started with The Hobbit. So I was going The Hobbit when I was about 10. Yeah. And I got halfway through. It was one of the first times in my life, probably, that I just thought, this isn't worth it. Fuck it. And I read... I was an avid reader from about the age of eight. Yeah. And, and Tolkien is held on high for, for no. no reason. No. Uh, it, like, compared to other people, he was... He's very much the J.K. Rowling of his generation, and yeah, J.K. Yeah. Rowling got a, got a lot of kids to read. That doesn't make her uh, some sort of literary genius. I, no. I, I've got massive respect for Harry Potter because it yeah. got loads of kids reading. Is it shit? Yeah, pretty much. It's it's Lord of the Rings, a terribly written load of shit. It is really bad. It's well, yeah, it's not it's not well written. I mean, for that sort of time period, um, Terry Pratchett kicks the shit out of it. But yeah, Terry Pratchett was about forty years later. Yeah, but, quite a few years later. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Tolkien, when I when I was growing up, I, I remember all of the yeah, audio books coming out at the same time. It doesn't. Uh, no, it doesn't mean. It's about nice. say, um, a contemporary of Tolkien was C.S. Lewis of Narnia fame. Mm. They were they were a member of a little club called the Ink Spots. Okay, which is quite weird because at the start of the little gang, I think I think I don't think this is made up. C.S. Lewis was agnostic or leaning towards atheism and. Um, Tolkien was a Christian, and by the end of it, they'd swapped because Narnia is a the uh, the line the witch in the wardrobe is a is an analogy of the Bible, isn't it? It's kind yeah. of yeah. But so they swapped round in the end, and he was all hobbits and shite that no one cares about. But yeah. that's I mean, for me. Sorry. <laughs> the, so no, going back the, to it, the Hobbit. The Hobbit came out in 1937, and Lord oh, of okay. Lord of the Rings was published in 1954. There you go. Uh, okay. It's amazing what Google will tell you, isn't it, John? Awesome, I love Google. Uh, <laughs> makes me makes me sound so intelligent. And um, I, I was as soon as you mentioned flea treatment, I was like, oh, no. so it, it, I, I thought, oh, I remember getting John Martin uh, flea treatment for our cat, but it's Bob uh, Martin. Bob, it? Martin. Yeah. It's Bob yeah. Martin. Yeah. Is that your uncle? Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Uncle Bob. I actually have got an Uncle Bob. His last name's Mike. Yeah, yeah, I have awesome. got an Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob's back. Uncle Bob's hilarious, actually. He just, uh, um, he, uh, he says my granddad's uncle. See, this is how he's going to go off on me. <laughs> Every man in my family is from North London. Oh, my dad's side. It's from North London. Yeah. They're about five foot eight foot, five foot nine. And their full back look is black trench coat. Brill cream back hair with like a DA at the back, and oh. and, uh, and they like snooker. But my uncle Bob, <laughs> he got really drunk at my dad's wedding, and my dad called the cab, put him in it, and they get round the corner, and then my uncle Bob would pay the cab driver to turn back, and then my dad would turn around, my uncle Bob would be back at the bar going, "Oh, hey, son, how you doing? Anyway, way married. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake, you get another cab." <laughs> uh, John, you have some uh, Doctor Salt news for us. No Salt yeah, yeah. news. Okay, salt, salt news. news. <laughs> oh yeah, we're so still doing news, aren't we? We are doing that. <laughs> oh, yeah. bloody hell! With our nice new jingle, <laughs> we cut it all the way down. Uh, actually, the Times uh, ran with it today, and the Guardian ran with it on Friday after it broke in the thing. I'm going to use the Guardian because there isn't a pay 
wall. So fuck you, the Times. <laughs> um, the Guardian came out with <clears throat> stop super cool e-cig from taking off among kids, UK told. Okay. Ultra discreet dual device accused by US campa- campaigners of luring children into addiction. I always do the same thing I do normally, give you a couple of paragraphs. Anti-tobacco campaigners are calling for the UK government to act to prevent a new kind of e-cigarette with a super cool image from taking off among children, as it has already done in the in America. In the United States, where Juul is accused of luring children into nicotine addiction, the Food and Drug Administration has launched an undercover blitz to stop illegal sales of Juul products to children and asked eBay to stop all postings. Um, this is all off the back of this um, salt liquid. It's according to a certain side of bullshit, incredibly addictive. And it is not. Not even slightly. It's no more addictive than nicotine. Um, and, and nicotine itself isn't addictive. It is, but I, I will, I will say... I will. I. I don't. I think with that, I've tread, tread lightly. I know that's been said a few times, especially on Facebook over the weekend. Nicotine is is addictive. I mean, it, I, I've been using nicotine for oh too long. Twenty seven years. Mm, nope, not quite. Twenty twenty six. Twenty six. Twenty five years. Something like that. I. I and I think it would be crazy to say I'm not addicted to nicotine because I certainly am. Yeah, and I'm they, not over that. They they did I'm some like, research in uh, Germany of all fucking places mm-hmm. uh, about six months ago, testing it on rats and God knows what, mm-hmm. um, and found that nicotine held within a cigarette is about 40 times more addictive because of the other component parts absolutely but then you go you 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 can um it depends what you want to call addictive if we if we if our if so if we call our baseline if we say our baseline is the product itself then you can have an argument and we can do tests on rats and things Um, but can you be addicted to a feeling that something gives you I think I think you can and then then you can't test that I think that's it's like weed itself I mean it's been said many times before that marijuana doesn't have an addictive element but (laughs) that's ludicrous because I know people who smoke it every day Yes. So, I, I know people that like uh, jumping out of aeroplanes. Um, yeah, aeroplanes ad- aren't addictive. Neither is falling, but uh, they're addicted to the feeling it gives them. Yeah, yeah. Riding, riding, I, riding motorcycles. I, I can get on with that one. That can be quite addictive. But if you threw a rat out of a plane and then the next day went, you want to do it again? You'd probably go, no, that's fucking mental. Because it doesn't have an emotional attachment to a product. That's that's why I feel you've always got to be careful with those addiction studies. For the same reason, though, that they claimed... I, I remember having a vehement argument with an American a little while ago because they said they'd read a study. You can Google it if you like. But there was a study done some years ago saying that cigarettes and nicotine was more addictive than heroin 
that's obviously not true because I remember running out of fags. I didn't mug anyone or steal my parents' television and sell it down at um, Kashkabur's yeah. for a pack of 20 Benson. So I think <laughs> that's bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> and could you could you could you imagine the cold turkey of you know if everyone was giving up cigarettes and and you know having to have rehab to uh, and methadone or God knows what else? I don't know. I don't know when when I've not had a when I, when I was a smoker. Um, wadly, my mum didn't know I smoked until four years after I'd quit. After I smoked for twenty, yeah. <laughs> Which was a real pain, because I just couldn't be asked with a lecture. So even at sort of 29, I, I just wouldn't smoke if my mum was yeah. bad. I'm not no, going to smoke. I wouldn't either. I st- uh, still don't like smoking, vaping in front of my parents. It was weird. No, I generally don't do it, but they know. And they obviously, I have my job centres around it. But, um, fuck me, I've gone mad. Um, what the fuck was I going to say? Addictiveness. Addictive. Oh, yes. Sorry, sorry. And I was going to... When, so, you know, a lot of people get very short-tempered when they haven't had a cigarette. Yeah. I never got that. I never got short-tempered. What is verbal diarrhoea, like now, is accelerated three times. <laughs> where it is unbelievable. Um, and my wife would be looking at me from across the room just thinking, somebody, give him, a, give him anything. Give him a fucking hooker pipe. Anything. Just give him something. <laughs> Because he's a, a mania. Because I, I, I quite, I really want a cigarette, so everything just speeds up. But I never got, I wasn't short-tempered at all. Never. Mm. Do not smoke. I know a lot of people get. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know. I know when I wasn't. If I wasn't. If I was in a situation where I couldn't smoke. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean. I mean. Even at my wedding. At my wedding, I bought. Uh, I bought cigars. Get away Purely because I could get away at my wedding with smoking a huge fuck off cigar. Totally. But get I that. didn't. But I didn't particularly like the cigar, and I still snuck off for a rolly. <laughs> Even though I was smoking a cigar, I hid round the round the back and had a rolly, so my parents didn't know I was smoking a cigarette. I used to disgust people by uh, I actually because I know you're not supposed to inhale a cigar. You would roll it round. No. If it was 40 quid, it's happening. Yeah. Yep. I am going <laughs> to inhale this. Yep. You are definitely yep. happening. No, it, uh, see, I, I never grew up... Uh, I didn't smoke in front of my mum until I was legal age, but after that, it's my life. I didn't, but my dad... Yeah. <laughs> my dad I smoked in front of because uh, I was 15 and in the car with my dad and we were driving along. And my dad smoked cigars, but we were driving along um, and then my dad went... Oh, I should have pulled over and got some cigars. And he just turned to me and he went, "Give me a fag." And I went, <laughs> and I went, just what? did this face like. And he went, "Let's not fuck about." And then I passed <laughs> the cigarette. And then he lit it. And then I went, <clears throat> "Could I have one then?" And he went, "May as well." And then I lit a cigarette. <laughs> but it was a terrifying moment. Can I have a fag? Give me a fag. I know what you mean. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. The re- one of the reasons I didn't smoke in front of my because the reason my dad quit smoking was because mainly my sister, to be fair. But it was uh, me and my me and my sister gave my dad hell for smoking. Um, totally did it. Did it so, every. I, I yeah. threw his cigars in the canal once on no smoking day. I <laughs> asked if I could look at the packet, and I threw them in a canal, and went, "Shouldn't be smoking anyway." <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and then both me and my sister uh, smoked. So you quit. So yeah, we got there. Quit there eventually. Oh, it takes different yeah. lengths of time. Sorry, so, so anyway, I was just bollocks. Yeah, see, now, on the Saltnik subject and the whole dual gate thing, mm-hmm. the whole aiming at the children is... They've got to it. do something. The, the cigarette companies, we've got, we've got an independent company valued at $16 billion. Yep. They yeah. have to kick their legs out from underneath this. They've oh, got yes. to do it. So how are they going to do it? Now, they've already tried the flavour ban. They've been, And I don't care what anybody says. That's not me being uh, crazy. That, that's definitely come from Big Tobacco. And, and this has come from Big Tobacco. This is bullshit. They're attacking something. It's got two big problems for, for Big Tobacco with this. Number one, um, obviously, Jewel... Have made a device that's incredibly popular and it's incredibly small, it's incredibly discreet, and they don't own it. That's a problem. Number two, they've worked out a way for for vapors to use less liquid. Well, they can't have that. They, you can't have that. They, the cigarette companies not only want vaping, but they they would much prefer us all to be vaping three milligrams. They just would, in pods, because you'll vape through fuck i don't know how many if i had to go on three milligram pods i'd i'd need it my own bin next to me all day yeah you'd probably go through 20 pods a day yes madness yeah and so calling a pod you know they call a pod a a 20 pack of cigarettes fuck you you've not seen me vape (laughs) that's right though i mean i i was so glad when we decided to get you on as a guest as well because you your hatred for uh, big tobacco. You should all fucking hate them. I, yeah. I, um, yep. They are. Yep. They are. They are. Fuck the government. They they don't make any difference. We can work around. We can work with their rules and work with them to some extent. They need. They, they'd much prefer us to exist. And they'd much prefer us to pay taxes. Big tobacco. Are they've got a sales opportunity in front of them, and you can see it from blue with their pod pod prices. The pod price, the margin they're making on that is more of a margin than they've made on cigarettes since about 1971. We had this and discussion on the last podcast. Yeah. yeah don't forget that pod is worth about tuppence full. Yeah. It's six pence to manufacture a pod. With yeah, to, which is quite good, actually, because do you know how much it costs to make a pack of cigarettes? 20 pence in today, cost price. About 4p. I think it's. I think. Well, last time I checked it, I haven't worked in the industry for a while, but last time I checked it, it was sixteen p. And on a sale, they'd make about forty pence. They're about. You know, it's Christmas if you work. If you're um, imperial. Now I was going to say your your hatred for big tobacco mirrors my own, and Chandler mm. sits on the fence a little bit more about it. Oh, big whereas, tobacco. Yeah. yeah. Whereas. My, with myself, uh, I completely Chandler. Use your argument against John and see what John's reaction is. No, you're, no, you're I com- I, I about com- the making. Yeah, I, I, I completely. Yeah, my argu- my argument was if uh, if if big tobacco turn up and make the ultimate vaping device, mm-hmm. um, which will get everybody off cigarettes. It's the best. It's the best vape ever. Uh, would you buy it? 
Would you recommend like, it? That's like saying that if they turned up and tried to convince me that two and two is five, because what the the situation that yeah. you've explained is is not improbable; it's impossible. They've absolutely they're so far behind, and there's yeah. no way for them to there's no way for them to gain ground because of the way they have to do stuff, and the shareholders have got to be happy, and they've got to be this. So by the time they get a product to market, they're always fucked. Yeah, they're always far behind. They're yeah. always far behind. And there's some brilliance in this, though. What's kept Big Tobacco off off the shelves, especially in vaping shops, is the fact that we can turn on a, on, on a pinhead. If I say to you, if I said to you, um, when, when were yoghurt flavours big? Right? Uh, this is where I turn. So 2015, yoghurt was the thing blueberry yogurt yeah, yeah. strawberry yogurt we're all yeah. doing that when's when's when was the first custard kind of thing i think we're about 2013 2014 it changes in a snap that this is the thing they can't do that they can't it, do it, that it even changes seasonally i mean yeah. uh, working in a, in a in a vape shop i know that the Coolada and WS23 flavors now, because it's summer, are just yep. just smashed them out. And then come autumn, we'll switch over to your more biscuity, desserty, yeah, absolutely sort of apple pies and stuff. And and like you say, big tobacco aren't give. They, they can't. They physically couldn't do it. It's impossible. It'd be like it's why. But there is there, 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 there's there's so many analogies I could throw at you right now. But there's this little. Um, every so often, you get these moments in time, which you're in, in business that you're going to remember. There might be one in vaping, and it's that it's harder to decipher, especially if you're an outsider. But when you look at currently at the beer, um, the, the way beer in the UK, there's there's a revolution happening at the moment with beer. Yeah, craft beers and yeah. craft beers are taking over. But not only that, free house pubs are yeah. kicking the shit out yeah. of breweries yeah, because yeah, they can bin it. They can go, the pub down the road for me buys sort of four casks of whatever the beer they're going to have that week is, you know, for, the, for that pump. They've got a different one next to it and they push it out and the next week it's snap, it's changed. The next week it's gone and the next week it's gone and they can just spin. Whereas you're looking in, it, if you're in Witherspoons, do you want a Foster's? I'm going to lick my own arsehole in the corner actually. I don't... I don't want to. It's the, it's the it, it is the uh, it, it's the microbreweries, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 and they're but, able to go. Brewers. This is the one. Yeah. This is what we're punting out. Brilliant. By the time Everyone you've likes got that. The sh- right. Here's another exactly. one. And by the time you've got the shareholders on side with a new Clementine IPA and yeah. got it in all your pubs, it's gone. No one gives a shit because somebody yeah. else has put Earl Grey in theirs, and you've gone. And so when you look at the likes of. Uh, Beaver Town and um, even Adams have. The, Adams is a fairly big brewery. Yeah. Like brewery. yeah. Not, it's not on the same level as Foster's and stuff, but they can turn so fast with their and stuff. And they do. They do turn so fast. That's the thing. They're, they've got guys who work at Adams who are the tasters who are given a, uh, a remit. Um, and they they basically turn around and go right. This is the type of wheat that we're getting at the moment. This is the type of barley. Blah 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 blah. This is what we make with it, and no one questions it. If two of the guys who are high up in the tasting, 
turn around and go, this is what we do. Bear in mind that one of them is a member of the family who own the company as well. They they just make it. They don't they don't have to go through that that like you say the steps of going up through the hierarchy. Yeah, to the yeah. And not only that, if it doesn't sell, because I mean you can name Adams that ha- you know that hasn't been great. Mm. That you know brews they brought out in the last couple of years, and it when it's in, it's gone. They yeah. go, nah, that that was a fuck up. Get rid of it. Do something else. Yeah, but yeah. They, they'll always sell it out before it's sell-by date. because And that's what we've got. But as an analogy for me, that works, especially yeah. in the UK at the moment. We can turn on a head. We can turn on a pinhead, and they can't do that. One thing I don't like, though, with the whole dual gate is that they're, that they're pinning it on this one company, and they've done absolutely amazingly. Um, I have. I even think that, and again, just to show my cards, which you, you two both know, I, I think the dual's an outdated piece of shit. Mm. But I'm happy yeah. for them that they've not fallen to the no. wayside. And I think it's a rip-off, and I think the pods are a ridiculous price, and they can fuck off. But <laughs> there's some great pod systems coming through from companies like Aspire. You've got a new um, the IQ by Inokin, I think, is, is hitting the shops this week, mm-hmm. which is their newest pod-esque system. But it's an open system. Obviously, you can fill it up yourself and change yeah, the yeah. head. And I, uh, to, you have to rejoice in things watching watching those companies pull that off because we can yeah. still we can still use our big bottles of liquid yeah and we and we then bollocks to the pod price and and fuck big tobacco because they're not going to be giving the, you a hundred uh, look, See, uh, look we, i'll be i'll be honest with you when i was when i was using the cigar lakes uh, the mm. the one the one thing that so grated on me was uh, you know the ce3s whatever was i i was having to pay i was getting through like coils you know, three or three or four coils a week. Yeah. Um, you, you were with those, um, but they were like three pound, three pound a piece. I'm, I'm like yeah. that. That grated on me a little bit. Going, and why am mils, I? When I first started vaping, it was ten mils. So then, yeah. and I was getting them from Liberty Flights, and a bottle, if it was an import, would be about five ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So thirty mils of liquid, you're mm-hmm. eighteen quid. Yeah, and think of where we are. Like, yeah. I love it that the. Um, uh, a little bit of a here you go. I'll give you a bit of an exclusive. But there's a chance that Radio Four are going to be talking to me at Vapefest. Radio Four. Uh, Radio Four. They want to oh. talk to them about e-liquid and oh the pricing word. of e-liquid. And I'm going to kick the if if it, if it does happen, then I'm going to, to I'm going to surprise them because they think the price has gone up, and I have absolute concrete proof that the price has gone. Damn. It's more than half of what it yeah. was six years ago. And yeah, it's yeah. more than half of what it was six years ago through the work of the independent UK um, vape companies. That, that's, that's why it's that. Yeah, yeah I mean, like I say, at the, moment, at the moment, we're looking at pod systems to get into the shop. We currently don't stock any apart from things like the Aspire Sprite, um, the Breeze, Breeze 2, that sort of thing. But we want a proper pod system, like pen-style you know that that ergonomics to it, um, and there's no fucking way we're touching the jewel. But no, but it's definitely do, every week do, another one's like coming out. Fact, yeah, I don't like the fact that they've been hit with this whole um, child-friendly flavors things when right. one of their biggest selling flavors is fucking cucumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cucumber pods. Their flavors aren't uh, particularly child-friendly. Creme was... brulee. How's the creme brulee? Like, I've never. No, like, I don't know. I made a eat mess for my godchildren once. One was eight and one was ten. I thought, no, a bit younger probably. That's six and eight. And I thought, can't go wrong. Berries, meringue, cream. And kids like it, but adults like it too. 
Yeah. They had one bite and they both went, Ugh! and then it <laughs> chucked it away. A so fucking creme brulee. Kids don't know what creme brulee is. If they if they came out with jelly and custard flavour or jelly and cream flavour, you, you could you could you know. Yeah, yeah. And if they were, or if them, if their if their system, if they were selling stuff with like nerds written on the front of it or Coca Cola, yeah. Pepsi, yeah. yeah, fine. But I, yeah, it's. I not. actually think that, that it's quite an adult looking device as well. The so, colours yeah, they agree. choose and all the rest of it. Yeah. So I mean, Noah wouldn't if buy you it. half the pod price. If you half the pod price, I would have less of an argument. I would be less pissed. I mean, you. there was a, there was an article, yeah. and I can't remember. I can't remember now whether I discussed it on the podcast or on VT UK. Um, but there was this article where the reporter who didn't who didn't smoke um, tried tried a duel because of, of all the hype of of dueling, and the. Article that she wrote. It it was a great. It was a. It was quite a long article, but it was a really. I was quite impressed at how unbiased it was. It got interviews. Oh uh, really? Uh, yeah, because I, I I was reading the first half of the article, thinking, oh here we go, because she was mentioning uh, the usual kids kids dueling, and I'm thinking, here we go, this is going to be. But as it went through, there was um, she, she was just she, she had an interview with. Um, one of the CEOs of Jewel, uh, right, and they were saying that it has been levelled at them that forty-five milligram Nick Salts is quite high, um, and he was saying it's relative, isn't it? yeah. But he said he actually his the quote in there was, "We want to release a lower nicotine, but as soon as we do that." We know what's going to happen. We're going to get grief for lowering the nicotine and encouraging them to vape more. Yeah, because that's and, what it does. And they've just released lower nicotine. And what's happening from the anti-vaping? They are getting grief about. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 they're in this situation where they can't. They 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 want to do it right, but whatever they do, they're going to get. They're getting backlash, and they can well, see the it best coming. Thing there's a joke. It's the same joke. There's a joke about. I think it was Gerald Ford. There was a. Um, a I think I can't. I think it's been levelled at a few presidents. But I think Gerald Ford, when he came in as an American president, was a bit shit. And I think the joke was um, Gerald Ford can't walk and chew chewing gum. Sorry, can't walk and chew gum at the same time. Is one quote. Yeah. And then it was one of the newspapers. I probably got the name wrong. Somebody was sure will correct me. Um, but someone said, if Gerald Ford was spotted on Tuesday evening walking across Lake Tahoe on the water, um, on Wednesday morning, the New York Times would, would read, Gerald Ford can't swim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you do, because yeah, yeah. they're not, they're not going to go, oh, bloody hell, that's responsible. And then just go, no. they're, they're out because the people yeah. who fund these things are losing money. Mm, so they're, they're going to attack the if, easy one. If Jewel or someone like that released a, a, an empty pod that you could refill, it would make things a lot better for them, I think. But they'd I mean, still we, be being attacked. We, because then, be, but then, then you could put drugs in it, Jimmy. Yes, yeah. putting the drugs yeah. in and doing doing like the heroines, having two heroines or maybe three heroines on a night, or maybe know, some maybe putting the nose cocaine in it. And yeah, the... three cracks maybe, you know, dabs of cracks. So, yeah, 
I suppose. I mean, we, we're we're looking at some open, well, some some pod systems which are refillable, um, and and there's a few decent ones out there. Other definitely than, do do uh, if you can get your hands on one, and I'm sure one of your suppliers will send you it when they're out, because I haven't tried it, but it's looking good. The SD, the SD, the IQ from Minikin. I know Richard Vick's got one in for review. Yeah, and um, it looks simple. It, it looks like nothing. You know, it looks like it could be something. And it, uh, and, it's, uh, and the other thing is, is Inakin, so you know. Yeah, yeah. And even Jimmy's in the industry, so he knows the, the similar thing that I do. <clears throat> so you know, your cost price is going to be good for the shop and that means you can keep your retail price low so that means you can get the smokers off because yeah. if they come in and go well, how much is that and you go 50 quid they'll go yeah i'll go and buy a small yeah, right. bag yeah. you can get it 25 quid you're right i've been pretty impressed actually through doing a little bit of research because we have been heavily researching them the amount of that style of kit that's now available from uh larger companies shall we say within the vape industry that are, are actually fairly decent and i think it's because they've reacted to the whole jeweled gate even smock now have one smock have a pod system uh, called the infinix which is actually pretty decent um by all accounts with the battery size and stuff we've got one of those coming in from for a test against um limitless yeah, limitless I brought think- up a, a limitless pulse yeah, I've tried. That's that's not new. No, no, but it, it looks not good. I don't know whether it's any good or do you, not. Do you? We've, th- we've got them into comparison. Do so. you? Do you think though that having like a a standard, so like a pod system that takes so so if you've got somebody who's off the smokes, they they can walk into, uh, you know, like cigarettes. So you can go into a garage and go, I'll have twenty bents. Definitely, but so, wouldn't it be great to see? Uh, but but. It, it would be uh, uh, if 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 it's dual. If you said to me, if you went into a BP or a Tesco's or something, and what would I prefer to see behind the counter, a dual or blue? Well, definitely dual every single time. Yeah. That's no, that's fine. That the, the argument about the pod prices and, and whatever else. That's my own personal me being a little social justice warrior, but. When it comes to what I want to see behind the counter, I definitely want to see them. I definitely want to see. I definitely want to see something, you know, an industry standard thing that's going out there. Should it be owned by Imperial Tobacco? No, it fucking shouldn't. And if you own a vaping shop and you've allowed Blue into your store, you are fucking insane. They are going to bleed you. We were having this discussion on somebody else posted something, and me and John were both discussing it with them. Uh, he's a he's a friend of mine, so I, I'm not I'm not going to not going to go into the names or anything. But uh, uh, he he invalidated his own argument because he came in as as an independent. I'm talking about it, and then yeah. I asked him specifically. I suddenly clicked and I said, "You've got them in your shop, haven't you?" And he said, "Yeah." And I said, "That's the end of the debate. Then you can't be neutral." So no. forget it. I'm because, not having this and, but he, his argument was yes, I can be, and your argument was perfectly legitimate, straight back. How can you be? How can you be non-biased if you've just been given five hundred pounds of the starter kits or whatever? Free, it is? free stock, five hundred pounds worth of free. Of stock. course, you're going to push it because it's a hundred percent profit. In your- yeah, yeah, and if you are pushing it, you're mad because I fucking would. Yeah, yeah. It's a difficult we, thing we to say no to. By the way. Just to just to let you know, I've worked out the best way to kill a blue. 
Um, basically, I left it in Blowing. my car. No, I, le- I left it in my car in uh, 35 degree heat. The pod exploded and leaked juice all the way through it. So there you go. Dead jewel. Uh, dead, dead jewel. Dead blue. Yeah, uh, Chandler got one for a pound for, 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 for testing purposes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there, there, there's, there's lots of people did it. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not per, like, do what you like with your own money. I, I just, um, you can go and buy a printer on Boxing Day from Curry's for 50 quid. And it says that it was 300 and now it's 50 quid. They'll get yeah. their money back. You've got to get the ink. ink it don't make any yeah. odds. Yeah, yeah. It's. It, I, I agree with. You. I agree with you completely on that. For getting people off. For getting people off smoking, there is nothing wrong with it. Uh, it it's. It's a nice little hold in your fingers device. But it's better. I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna buy another one to replace that. No. And there's and and it is. Um, your you have a to me if you run a a vaping shop or you work at a vaping shop you have a duty of care and that duty of care extends to ripping customers off because you all everybody has an uh, uh, like in, in a decent shop yeah, there's unspoken rules you don't sell cloned equipment yeah. that doesn't happen you don't sell cloned liquid um you try to avoid things uh, that are blatant um uh, IP infringements, like you know your Coca Colas and your Pepsis and stuff like that. Uh, uh, these are just basic fucking rules, and they're very easy to stick to because there's so much choice. And right. so, if you're selling your ki- your customers yeah. blue Imperial Tobacco products, wh- whatever you're doing them a disservice, mm-hmm. and you're and that's to me it's bad business. And I hope they don't go back, and I hope they go to Tesco and buy the refill. And that's, that's I, also, I also, I also, I also. That's the other thing you're doing yourself a disjustice because if you get them onto in, onto a blue kit, that's the last time you'll see that customer. Yeah. Because they will, they'll just whilst they're getting their scratch cards or their lottery or whatever, they'll just buy the pods there. They can. Yeah. But I also, I also, and I also compare vape shops to your old, to your old specialist <laughs> tobacconist. I'm not, I'm not talking yeah. about your, I'm not talking about your. Um, Magazine shop on the corner, you know. know I mean, proper tobacconist where you smell cherry tobacco and uh, and toffee. You've got all the jars on the back, all the different flavored tobaccos. The thing they do not make their money from selling 20 B and H, like you said, they're making their money from selling the the craft uh, light shag, the rolling, proper rolling tobacco, and that's that's your vape shop. You're not making your money. You, well, you are making your money, but from that, but you are there to provide the more esoteric stuff. Yeah. Well, see, and, I, I, I always compare, especially when we're doing in the shop with new vapors, yeah. people who are coming up with cigarettes. I always compare the shop to an optician's. Yeah. Because we go through the process of we've got um, tobacco-flavoured e-liquids and we've got it on all the different strengths and we sit there and go, is that better or worse? You know, we always go through the, the, the nicotine levels with them. Just say, one or, say one or two. Just say one or two. One or two. Yeah. <laughs> better or worse. But better also, better yeah, number also, one, better number two. But also, no, you, we, have, we you have like the... You have like the... You also have like the opticians where you've got the... 
here's our budget range. This is for the you, you know this is our budget yeah. range. This is your this is your design really budget range. range. Yeah, yeah. You've got really a really budget range. range. That box that says to Africa, just give you get your hand in. Yeah. Three glasses. That's that's the NHS your, one. You know, take take, you take three pairs because <laughs> they can be all. Here's, here's, here's the tortoise shell, uh, yeah. brown tortoise shell glasses that come. I hate, don't you hate the bit at the end? Because I, I, I use Specsavers. I do wear glasses. I don't ever wear glasses on camera. I see. I'm not out of anything. It's just the glare off my glasses is stupid. I and wear contact lenses, and if I didn't, I wouldn't be able to see where the screen is, let alone what I on. hate. I hate this. The, the bit I don't. I, my opticians. Brilliant. Oh, see, I just keep thinking of stuff because I'm a knob and the story. My optician is incredibly short. She's about <laughs> four foot seven. Yeah. And when I'm on the the um, seat, boosted up, kind of thing. So I'm like, so I'll be up. I'll be like up trying to read the thing. I can't do it on the, on the camera, but I, um, so I'll be up there. And she says, stare straight forward. And you know the bit where they look in the back of your eye with the yeah, scope. Yeah. 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 I don't know where she's going to be next. So, <laughs> so, so suddenly I kind of get like this and then, and then kind of, I'll be staring forward and then, and then I get a little, in my eye there, and it gives me the giggles every time. It is way worth a new pair of glasses for how funny it is. Me staring forward and this little head popping in, but, but she's great. I say. And then at the end, you have to go through the sales pitch on the anti glare, anti scratch. Do you want a blue? Oh. Do you want, yeah, and you're yeah. going, oh fuck's sake! I'm already a couple of hundred quid out. Yeah. And now, and now I've got to sit through this bullshit. The last pair and... of glasses I bought because I had them not just thinned but ultra thinned because yes. mine are literally milk bottle bottoms. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm plus ten point five in my left oh, eye. I, I would get in trouble for this, but if my wife lost her glasses while swimming, you she would never see them again. They no. would sink in an instant. <laughs> <laughs> mine would mine literally i'm plus 10.5 in one eye and plus 8.5 in the other so when they say 2020 vision mm-hmm. i'm currently sitting at uh 9.5 out of 20 on one eye and 11.5 out of 20 on the other eye that is how bad my eyesight is um the last pair of glasses i bought they were a designer frame the frames cost about 100 quid i think um I was lightened by nearly seven hundred pounds. And I thought my so, I thought my vision was bad. So I'm gonna I'm gonna see what I can get for seven hundred quid at Vape Fest. Are we still doing the news, by the way? We're an hour and forty yeah. in. Yeah, an hour and forty in, and we're still on. He's news got anything to do. It's just fine. <laughs> I like that. I do like the fact that we're on it. Right. So yeah, we probably ought to go into main topic. Yeah, well, Although, see, that's the thing. We're, we're now on to main topic. Yeah. So that's an hour of main topic, and that'd be fine. Say what? Give me two. If you keep chatting about main topic, I'm going to go and get a beer. And I'll come if back. I get a beer, we'll just cut it. It's fine. Okay. Oh, yeah, of course. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's not live. <laughs> we're not yeah. live, John. <laughs> Welcome to the vaguely serious section. Yes, vaguely serious. <laughs> Okay, let's do the seriously vague section. This is uh-huh. our chance to grill the fuck out of you. Oh, I thought this was the... Oh, that is the main topic, is it? Yes. Yeah, you. That's it. You are the main topic, basically. Yes, that's that's what happens every week when you listen, John. Obviously. Yeah. Um, you realise that the main topic is the seriously vague section. Yeah. Isn't it, John? 
Yeah, yeah, obviously. I know that. <laughs> I, it's, I, I download it every single week. I just it's one of those things that I was always like, I'll catch up soon, I'll catch up soon. Catch yeah, you mean it you mean it's never it's I, I was expecting it to be on a constant loop in the uh, in the warehouse. Subscribed. <laughs> no. <laughs> One thing I will ask you before we get in and delve too deeply into the seriously vague section is, has James Blythe got any questions for me this week? No, I think he's asleep. Is he? Because uh, oh, when we had Rick on, Rick had a new section which was Ask Jimmy. And yeah. uh, it's because James Blythe <laughs> had put was, some random questions. I, I will say, that was all of us. It was, was it? Because was it? Cause Rick was so drunk. And mm-hmm. He was so, he was like, he, we all do Rick impressions, but... but I, <laughs> So it's fun to do Ricky Preston, but he kind of went, all right, fellas, I think I've, I think I've gone over the edge. I don't know if I can do this. I was spinning out. Fuck me. I can't get the computer working. Bloody hell. And then just halfway through the show with you guys going, I am proper fucked. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Do you know how much got edited out of that? It's so funny. Honestly, Rick Pest's hilarious anyway, but Rick Pest doing that was brilliant. Yeah. He, yeah, he's a fucking. I, I love Rick's pieces. Go on then. I'll, I'll let you have an Ask Jimmy section. Go on, ask me. Ask me a couple of questions. No, no yeah, put your the poor spot. bloke on the spot, is there? You know, yeah. ask, ask yeah. Jimmy. Ask Jimmy. Ask Jimmy what's your What's your favourite thing about Cambridgeshire? Uh, <laughs> is there one? Cambridge University, that's it, isn't it? I think. Punts. Cambridge University is too it's far it. away. And it's a bit... Too... I know, that's why you live in Norfolk. No, it's, I'm actually yeah, on the Lincolnshire yeah. border. On the Lincolnshire Cambridge border, not the Norfolk oh, Cambridge. Oh, come on. Do you, rem- do you remember that bloke? Uh, this was a few years back. This this bloke who uh, shot a, um intruder on his farm. I do. Tony shot, shot two gypsies. Yeah, this bloke, yeah, yeah, he didn't. This bloke, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. This this bloke lived in Emnuth in Norfolk, and Emnuth is effectively... It was, it was a very hot topic. Yeah, yeah. If, effectively on the border of Wisbeach. Yeah, yeah. Three months away from me. That three. Yeah, it was a very hot topic in Suffolk as well because I got in so much trouble in so many parts talking about Tony Martin. They mm-hmm. go, if someone breaks into your place. I don't yeah. see a problem. And I'd go, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Absolutely, yeah. No, I'd shoot a 16-year-old in the back as he ran off. And they go, no, that's not what... And you go, yep, that's what happened. Yep, that's exactly what happened. And then what I'd do when I'd shot him in the back would be I'd probably let him bleed to death on the lawn over, like, a 45-minute period. And they and then they'd go, well, it was his property and blah, blah, blah. And that's, I mean, you've got to be some special kind of person to shoot someone in the back and then watch them bleed to death on your lawn. That's, that's it. He got a jail sentence for a fucking good reason. Not a nice bloke. <laughs> yeah. He used to drink yeah. at a local pub. I was not popular in Suffolk. <laughs> no, I can imagine. Um, in, in answer to your question about the best thing about Cambridgeshire, the driving roads. Oh, okay. lots of very nice driving roads around here. There is some, mm. yeah, I must admit, there is some roads you can fly down, some of which are getting a little bit uh, bumpy last time I came down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, in the east we don't do roads. We just, you can, we do is you throw tar at it once every three years and then chuck some shingle down. It doesn't do anything, but no. it's fun to drive over it. Yeah, <laughs> and it keeps people employed because they'll be back the next year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last, last, last time I went to visit my parents, there's a, there's a back road that goes from 
it's called uh, Gads, Gads Lane. Goes from goes from yeah. Livington Common. You know where I mean. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I used to fly down there in, in my mini. It used to be hilarious. Last, uh, I drove down there and yeah. tried and tried to give it some, and I nearly took off. Now, was uh, it fact, was I it think Gads I did. Lane? It's into Wolf. Was it Wolf Lane or Maze Lane? Which one you went on to? <laughs> this is really sad on a podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> Talking about this Rose. is as bad as when you met the guy from Sheffield who made the juice pyramid juice and spent the whole time talking about where he went to fucking school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. The only bit you left in on that that uh, interview was me going, "Do you know his auntie? Do you know his auntie?" <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, right, so John. Uh, yes, yes, yes. We'll yes, start yes. with the standard questions. How did you get okay. into vaping? Um, <clears throat> like, oh, I've told the story a million times, but I'll tell it again. Yep. Um, I started vaping um, so that uh, my girlfriend, who's now my wife, um, we could watch a movie without me pausing it because I never smoked indoors, always smoked outside. <clears throat> and I'd sit through about 45 minutes of any film. So that would yeah. be like a really scary thriller. The the music changes, da 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 da, and then I'd go, oh, I'm going out for a fag, and then uh, <laughs> come back. And then I thought I'd seen this gadgety thing, and I tried a cigar like, and it was actually a blue. It was a blue. Um, and I tried it, didn't work for me at all. And then I got um, an ego T, <clears throat> the Typhoon tank. And I bought that for that reason, with a Coca-Cola e-liquid, so that I would yeah. not keep going outside all the time. And um, from the first drag of that, I never smoked again. Never, never smoked another cigarette. That was and how long ago was that? Six years ago, in June. Okay. And now, you work in the industry. I do, yeah. I uh, am the operations manager for Just Add Nick. The question I want to ask is, how did you get involved? How did how did Just Add Nick and your involvement with it come about? Uh, uh, so I'll try and compact the story as much as possible. But um, <clears throat> um, so um, about three years ago, I think, uh, my friend owned a nightclub in Ipswich, and he was looking to open a vaping shop in Felix though and uh, my wife and I had a cottage up on the Norfolk coast for a week and we'd invited him and his partner to come and stay for about three nights or something like that and he was going to show me this business plan he got this idea for a vaping shop and he gave me the business plan mm-hmm. which is all connected I promise and uh, read through the business plan and there was a couple of things I didn't I thought weren't very good ideas having a retail background so we kind of worked through those and then, uh, and then he opened that store a month later, and and he opened. He had the one in Felix though, and then he expanded and owned one in Ipswich, and then he expanded and owned one in Colchester. And all the way through the thing, there was a running joke that he had asked me to work for him whenever we were at went out for dinner or something. He'd go, he'd yeah. say, "Are you ready to work for me now?" And I'd go, "No." And then he'd say, Are "You ready to work yeah. for me now?" No. Because uh, back then I was uh, uh, an estate manager. I looked after a, a large building. Then, 
jump forward to 2016 um, and the TPD had just been published that was coming in the following May and he'd, he had this idea which was sell concentrates and sell kits and um, so that a kit made a hundred mil of e-liquid and he ran through it with me and I thought it was a, I thought it was a good idea um, we sat around the whole of Just Add Nick was the business plan for Just Add Nick was written between 12 and 1 o'clock I know, I was on my lunch break around <laughs> his round his dining table we were sat there we both got a list of names to call it um, we did that first I, can't, I don't even know what they were like what, so I said a few he, and then I said a few and then he said a couple more I said a few and then he said just add Nick and I went that's it and he said what's the end of your uh, he went what's your next one I said fuck my that is, that's the name that works that's absolutely bang on we'll have it Um. So we moved on from that, and then I wrote down every supplier that I wanted. Um, at, in the, at the time, it was the UK, so was, you know Simon Sawyer, um, uh, Vaping King, Billy, um, Jamie Hepburn, uh, Vape Swag, and I just kept writing, just write down the list of who we wanted um, to do it it, it with. Um, and then he started running and for the first so from November so November, December until about the end of January only there was a very select few people in the industry who knew that the buyer for Just Add Nick was actually me and so because due to various things you don't want to expose yourself so I was not doing that on purpose but, but I was I was doing the buying Um and, and then through that, we expanded, expanded, and people, uh, uh, people would put you in contact with other people like Dean at Coil Vapes, um, Jeff at Gaslight in the US. Um, Jeff at Gaslight does the um, Poe stuff, um, the Plumes of Hazard stuff. Yeah. We already knew Scott from DB Liquids because he's a supplier of So Your Fluff and stuff. We already knew that. Jeff's partner in Gaslight is is a lady called Amanda who lives in um, oh, I'm trying to think of a music town in America. Somebody give me a hope here. New Orleans. No. Uh, Detroit. No. Uh, I think Elvis. Michigan. Oh, no. Ah, uh, oh, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, she's out there, and then <laughs> and this is how it works. It's very funny how it works. So she's out there, and then she. She said to me, I've got this, this guy in Canada who's got this liquid called Nata. Can I send you some bottles? And then I, and through that, got to know, you know, got to know the, uh, Nata, the company as well. And then it, and it sort of expand from there, really. Yeah, yeah that's about, yeah. So, so two, yeah. two years on, that's now. We've now got, yeah, 70 flavours. Um, and everything that's on the shelves, I, I assure you, I've tried. And there is as many not on the shelves that never made it as that are on there. So yeah. people don't mm. know that a lot of the time. We do try well, stuff that never gets it. I think people think that if you own a, a company, if someone sends you a, a tester, then you're going to end up stuck in their, stuck in their product or some yeah. of the lines or whatever. I, we, we've got 
boxes and boxes and boxes of stuff. I'll just hold up a bag. That's yes. this week's alone that's yes, coming constant. just to be tried of just juices, just 10 mil juices that I've got to go through and and see if they're going to even make it into like our autumn winter range because with the new shop, we've now got a lot more space yep. in order to stock new product. Um, and there's so much. I've got bottles and bottles and bottles sat in front of me that's just... There's so, there's so much that comes in and you just go, nope. Yeah. And then I've just, just, I just thought of a good one as well. Mark Selby, Cactus Punch. Um, yeah. You're both vaping one of each. Yeah. Of those. Mark... Simon had got Simon Sawyer had got that liquid uh, vape fest 2015, I think, and he said, "I've got this bottle of liquid just to just to try, 30 ml bottle of liquid. See what you think." And and at the time, was it 2000? I could have known it was 2016. Anyway, gave me the liquid, and that happened when you do Eddie because we obviously the YouTube show. People give you bottles quite a lot anyway. And a lot of the time you go nod, yeah, yeah, brilliant, I'll try it, yeah, whatever. And I thought, uh, but it never really occurred to me. I think I was going through my bag and I put it in something and had a vape. And I thought, Jesus Christ, I don't even know what flavour that's supposed to be. I have no clue. Mm. It makes absolutely no sense. But it's brilliant. Yeah. And um, so chuffed with Mark's success because we brought it out of Sunderland because he, he Mark's from up in Sunderland and he, he's yeah. a cab driver yep. and um, we grabbed it and went with it and we went with Cactus Punch and then the Mojito and he sends me the revised ones or you know oh, I've got this idea for this thing and he's some people have got it their taste buds in right and Mark's one of those people um, yeah. and obviously his, his Mark, new one's fantastic yeah, I've got that. Keep forgetting. We're probably going to add that soon enough. And um, Mark uh, White as well with his lemon crack. Yeah. Which yeah. I know, I stopped doing it now, but we did fifteen hundred bottles of that, so that's that's enough to make a lot of of, of, of liquid. Yeah, yeah. And, um, a lot. He, I, he, those wound up for now. Um, it's great working with people like that. That these independent people. Oh, and Peter Hux, I could name everybody. Peter Hux, the Grumpy Liquids. Um, oh, Peter's Grumpy Custis. So funny. And he, Peter's uh, one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life. He's so funny. And such a clever, kind, and, um, and brilliant bloke to work with. Everybody I work with that we've got on our lines, we really like. Be it Scott uh, at DB or, you know, uh, or, or Jamie at uh, um, uh, we know I know every single one of our suppliers and um, they're there because I believe in what they do and they're good at what they do as well yeah I mean in the same way we, obviously being being a fairly new media um, for vaping we, we're very selective as to who we've had on the show so far yeah yeah and we we have to be and that's not just guests i'm talking about juice lines that we've that we've yeah yeah absolutely the week and stuff we're always very very picky over what we do we have got one that we're about to that we were going to do tonight but we just having yourself on and what we want to get onto in the main topic um 
we didn't fail, we didn't think we could do it justice really um, but I in in the uh, hobbyist end of the uh, of the vaping spectrum which is where we all are mm-hmm. uh, the people who are going to be going to vape fest are I don't know of anybody I wouldn't buy a pint yeah, <laughs> I probably do. <laughs> I know more people than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do, but I, I don't. I don't think there's anyone that I wouldn't share a pint with, and, and that I think is a no. dick because I just wouldn't associate myself with them. And the other thing is, they a lot of people who've made mistakes in the mm-hmm. industry, uh, mm-hmm. bad business practices. You know what? You just sometimes you let somebody get give someone enough rope. Mm. And I've had this argument. Somebody yeah. said to me, blah, 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 I was doing blah, blah, blah. And you go, leave it. Let them do it. There's nothing good going to come from that. They'll get there. Just leave it. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. And, and it, they, they're not and there. It usually, and it usually happens. Yeah, they're not there. Yeah. I, I do like... Let, let's let's move towards the Vape Fest thing. Yeah, because yeah. So obviously, last year you were on the committee for Vape Fest. Mm-hmm. And Vape Fest is a invite-only for stands is that right yeah 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 to to a degree that that there is uh it is invite only um but sometimes they can just forget somebody and they'll get an email and and it'll get sorted so it's it it, it's invite only it's controlled is the best way to explain yeah Yeah. so it's it's invite only but if you don't don't, if you don't ask you know yeah (laughs) well there's a few but there are but there are there are there are specific there are certain specific rules which I don't mind saying because I think that we all understand them as well. There's mm-hmm. certain things like it's not the place for bikini models. Correct. Yeah. If you're if the name of your company is a grotesque sexual innuendo, don't ask because you <laughs> won't be there. Mm-hmm. You definitely won't get it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a there's a behaviour devil and. Uh, I think this is epitomised by. Um, you might have probably have interviewed them as well, actually, Chanda. The the Riot Squad. Yes. They have, they have a, a, a USP. Yes. Uh, and they do it perfectly. And last year, so on the run up before before I did the raffle, <clears throat> they'd got this huge mounted PA system on the Riot Squad van playing yes. music. Really, yeah. really loud music. And I walked over and I went, you're right. And they all went, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went, can you do me a favour? Can you... Exactly whatever it was, like 20 past three, can you kill it? Just look at my watch, make sure it matches yours. And they went, yeah. And I went, can you kill the music? And they went, yep. Went back to the pavilion, standing there. Somebody said, does anybody know to see Riot Squad? And I said, yeah, I've seen them, I've seen them, I've seen them. And they said, yeah, but how do you know they're going to... And it just went. And they just turned it off straight away. Because it's not... It's a USP. They're really, really nice yeah, people. Yeah. Yep. They're not. They're not. They're not assholes. That's just they're the name of the not. company. And they're really, really good people. And that, that, the, to that, to me, epitomises Vapefest because then the, the stalls all die anyway because everyone's heading towards the centre of the showground. So yeah. you don't lose any business. It's not. It's not an issue. But it's vaping etiquette. I think if your company doesn't have vaping etiquette and you are a bit of a knob, you're not going to get an invite to come and stand. That is true. And if you do get an invite and you fuck it up, don't expect one the next year. No. Don't be a dick and you're likely to get invited back every time. Yeah. Yeah. So, how the fuck did you end up doing the raffle? 
Um, this is a story I've told a thousand times, but I'll do it again. Um, <laughs> what you've got to remember is our listeners aren't the same as the YouTube. Oh, absolutely. So there are going to be there are going to be yeah. There's going to be some people who are listening who 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 will end up watching iOS and uh, yeah, yeah, hopefully absolutely. coming to and who are not going to be able to make it to Vapefest and what have you. So I mean, so what happened was. Um, it was, um, that's the third year I'm doing it. So 2016 and I was doing the idea loan show, but didn't work for just had Nick. And we had, we started Damien, um, Mortar, who runs SV, the Facebook group, Safer Vapors, um, had asked me to be in charge of getting the social tent together for SV. I'm not very good at listening to rules, by the way. A lot of people know that. <laughs> really? I don't really? I don't really do rules. And so me and Alex, who's another member, who's another ad member, we just did what... Right, we had a budget that we'd got from, from a raffle. Um, I was told where to get the marquee from by the Vaporfest committee, so I completely ignored that. And got it from somewhere else? Got it from somewhere else. <laughs> it was about twice the size of the one we were allowed. <laughs> but I thought, well, when it's up, they won't know. So it went up. Then I said, would it be okay to have a fridge? Because we wanted to get some beers. And, and Richard, the chairman of the Vaporfest committee, said... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that was obviously that's fine to have a fridge. And I said, it's all right to have it delivered. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I knew that you can't get a fridge delivered the same day and turn it on. And the beers had to be cold. Anyway, I f- rang my friend who owns a skip company. I was the, the son of the man who owns the skip company who lives in Shrewsbury. I was, he's a man in the know. Rang to him, spoke to him. And he picked up a, uh, a refrigerated trailer and parked that outside. That's a fridge, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and filled it with beer. How much beer did you need? There was so much beer. There was so much beer. Um, we spent everything. Um, but it's fine. That's what we said we'd do. And every member of SV came. No one paid for a drink. Anyway, wow. So that rolls on to Saturday. Richard came in to see me in the morning. He's already obviously he's spot. He know, he knows about the marquee in the fridge, and he knows who to blame. It's me. <laughs> and Richard came over to me and he said, "You're a sod." And I said, I, "I know, but I was within the boundaries. That is a fridge." And he said, "That's not a fridge, you fucking arsehole. That's the trailer." And I said, "Wow, fridge though, isn't it?" And he said. Uh, and that marquee, is it the size I said? And I said, well, it's a little bit bigger. They didn't have one. <laughs> so it's not my fault. And I said, okay, well, you've done this. Can you do one of the raffle prizes? I've got lots. Uh, if you come over to the main bit, come over to the stage at four o'clock and can you do one of the raffle prizes uh, for, for taking the piss? So I said, yeah, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. He said, we've got other people doing the rest. Do that? Okay, no problem. So anyway, we've got a fridge full of beer. So I just drank it all day. <laughs> and about so it's about quarter to four. Not one to let myself down. So I, I went over. I probably had about thirteen beers by the time I turned Oof. up at the market at the raffle market. 
So I rolled around the back. I'd already met some of the committee before, and I stood there, and um, Richard said, okay, so um, Jed, who's on the committee, is going to just say it's the raffle, and then he'll say you're, you're going to do it. And then we'll go on. And I said, okay, so he's just doing the one prize, and then carry on. And Richard said, well, no, the other people haven't turned up. I said, what? He said, they haven't turned up to do the raffle. Can you do all the prizes? So I said, how many is there? And he said, 50. 50? <laughs> Richard, uh... 50 prizes. That's mental. And he said, well, there's no one else to do it. Would you do it? And I said, I'll do it on one deal. And Richard said, okay. I said, I can say whatever you want and you won't take the mic off me. And Richard went, yep. And I said, okay, remember you said that. <laughs> and then I spent the next hour and a half. If it, I suppose because we're talking to people who haven't been there before. How it'll work this year. And it, it didn't work like that. This The person calling the prize number out, the ticket number out, which is me. It's impossible to see who's won. And... The distance they have to travel to come to get the prize. Yeah. Because for some reason people fan out. And they fan out to about hundred metres out. And then it's they, the middle they of a it's amb- the middle of a cricket pitch. People are stood in the yeah. middle of a cricket pitch. And then they amble over. And so after I'd done a couple of prizes, I got bored. And so as the only person with an amplified voice with the <laughs> mic, I thought I'm just going to describe every person walking towards me. So I just do that. That's the, my, my own entertainment is to describe them as they make their way through the crowd in quite judgmental ways. And now, because I now do it from the balcony, I can see them from much further away. So I can see who's won nearly immediately. And it gets funnier and funnier as you get through the prizes because the first couple of people won't have, or a lot of people there won't have seen it, what's about to happen before. And then mm. as they start realising what's going to happen, there's a new thing where they're both angry that they haven't won yet and afraid that they might win. <laughs> so there's a real amusing yes. atmosphere. And when they realise they win, the amount of people who pretend they're not walking towards the stage, they'll look like they've just remembered they've left the gas on. And they'll be walking kind of sideways along. And I think, oh, have they, have they, have they, have they? And then start um, describing them to other people. And this was this was only after I did the call last year. When I described someone as either, they were either a geography teacher or <laughs> they just dug up a body at an archaeological dig. Uh, and he was making his way through the crowd right now. And as he passed my wife, she told me later, he just went, that fucking cunt. (laughs) There's nothing funnier than a man walking towards the stage to claim a £300 prize, and he's angry about it. That's fucking funny. I found it quite quite amusing when uh, you were were describing uh, this, this character walking towards you. And you say, "Oh yeah, he's he's coming in with his flat back cap on, stereotypical vapor, flat back cap, shorts, snap tattoos, back. snap back, snap back, snap back. Yeah. sorry, 
snap back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, having a go. And um, and I remember as this person was leaving, someone came up to you and uh, you could hear it over the mic. That was a woman. Yes, I did get that, yeah. <laughs> I did. I remember he told me as well. And, and I don't know if you heard my response. I think I moved the mic away. Was, was My response was, that's what she was going for. And then I put it back. <laughs> that is what you would... I mean, no, no disrespect at all. But you were dressed yeah, yeah, yeah. as genetically uh, uh, on a level. I don't know. The fact you could... Year. Yeah, the fact you could get away with it at that point—that is also what made it, um, it made it funny. You managed you managed to put it over in a in a very non-offensive way. Whereas well, as some of the... said earlier, it's the, it's the same thing. You can everybody does this in life. You can say whatever you like, whenever you like, without without malice. It doesn't mm. matter. You can say whatever you want to yeah, anyone. I, I remember walking up last year to claim a prize. Um, and I was the first person out of about four that you'd drawn that wasn't wearing all black and a snapback oh, and had uh, a beard. Yeah, it's always that. And at which it's point harder to... when it's I know the person walking towards me, though. It's way more difficult because there are jokes. Um, there are in yeah, jokes. Just, there are there are in jokes, and there are yeah. jokes that that the crowd don't know. You've done a thousand times, but you won't do. But yeah. but I couldn't do. I, I, I will happily say this joke live now because I do this all the time. Anyone who's ever met Mike Dacus, yeah. Last year, last year Mike shaved his head and had a big beard. And Mark, Mike is a black man, <laughs> and he had got a completely shaved head and a massive beard. And it Jimmy was, was there for this. Actually, we were we were in a pub in Felix. There was me, Jimmy. Yep. Mike, Dan. Mike's missus, um, Dan and, and Dan, and we, we, and I told us to meet at this really nice bar. It was a really lovely day, and it was absolutely packed. So I said, "Change of venue, go to the one next door," because there's a pub called One Two Nine. Yeah. So we were stood out there, and then Mike walked over a little bit late, and he said, uh, "He went, oh, I thought we were meeting at the Alex." And I said, "We can't, mate. It's packed." And he said. And he went, he put his head out and he went, yeah, yeah. I said, to be honest, we could get a table. And he said, right. I said, I think we could probably get about three tables. And he said, oh, what? Just keep our eye out. And I said, no, no, just nip over, shout Allah Akbar. I reckon we'll get about seven. (laughs) (laughs) It was what the fuck. (laughs) But but when I I came up to get my prize, yeah, you you turned around and you said, well, he's sort of got a beard. Keep trying on the other two. It's so much more difficult when you know the person coming towards you because you are trying to avoid every joke you've done before. Yeah. uh, Personally, and they're really offensive because you know them personally. Mike popped into work all the time. So I, I, you know, I know what I'm going to say to Mike because I do it every day, but I can't do it on an amplified mic because I'll get killed. Yeah. No, it's, um, it's a, it's a bit of a weird one. It's, uh, (laughs) It, it's it's absolutely fantastic. Anybody who's, who's going to fest uh, for the first time is it's going to just be pissing themselves with laughter at you. Yeah, and please when buy, you speak, uh, they'll be laughing even louder. <laughs> please buy raffle tickets. Uh, that is really yeah, important. Yeah. It's it really important. It carries on that people buy the raffle tickets when they and, come round. And the prizes—you're not talking a bottle of juice. No, um, uh, uh, 
every vendor has to give a prize and every prize is judged by the committee and if it's not good enough they are told and it is changed so they are always good enough but it's they're always absolutely amazing products yeah. anyway yeah they are i mean last year's mine was um a frost box jewel 21700 one of one signed inside um for vape fest um and about I think there's about 150 quid of the juice in there as well. Yeah. Mm. So you're talking 250 quid with a prize, just in that one prize, and there's 50 of them. Yeah. It was a proper it's carrier really... bag. It was a proper carrier bag full. Yeah, it was a zip, yeah. zip up uh, drawstring bag. You can't bags. see that in the pavilion upstairs in the sort of staff room, there's like a section of floor that you couldn't see because it was just bags and bags of prizes. They're absolutely unreal. Always well worth five quid a ticket I think and well worth it I think I bought 40 quid with the last year mm. um, the wife's coming with me this year and obviously we're both going to be buying a, an obscene <laughs> amount probably it is that, that the one, that's the one thing I would say is it's, it's wholly important and part of the experience to make sure you've got tickets and make sure you're in the middle of the showground when the yeah. raffle kicks off because yeah. it is a whole part of the day mm. to do to be, be to go and do that I have made it something else because the the first time I ever saw the raffle was <coughs> six years ago, <coughs> and Scott Bonner was the person calling the raffle. Yeah, um, and to now be the that person doing that instead, it, it, it's a strange experience. And I, as I left last, because I doing the committee, doing iOS, and and and, and my day job was was just too much. Um, but uh, and the committee put so much work in. Yeah. There's, uh, there's so much. It it's unbelievable. And on the but I thought I'd do everything. Help picked up the litter. Did you know? Made sure we talked to the storeholders and was a proper committee member. And then on the Sunday, at the end of the day, on the Sunday when everybody was when I was just about to go, went to see Richard in in, in his in his office and said. Um, I, 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 in the, I, I retire as a committee member. I had an absolutely great time, and Richard went, "No, no, I, I totally understand. We do the raffle next year." <laughs> I went, "Yeah, I'll do the raffle." <laughs> awesome. But it's it is the only event also which brings out that um, brothers in arms type. Absolutely. Everyone's together. Um, there's so much. It's there's so much love, and there's so much. Uh, it's such a community thing Mm. and as I've uh, well I have said this often obviously not on here but it is um, if if you're on if you're thinking if you're listening to this on the day on the Friday of Fest and you live near and you uh, or you're you've got a ticket and you're but you're now you're thinking I I don't know I don't know what it's going to be like Uh, I'm right I'm right on the edge you know, it could be this, it could be that. It is the most chilled out thing ever. Yeah. It can be explained the best way I think is probably, I don't know, a country show? That's exactly what I call it. Yeah. I call it a country show yeah, yeah, yeah. with vaping. It's yeah. it's like going to a country show, but it's all about vaping and everyone there shares a common thing, you know, a common love for for something. It's you don't find many what I would class as mainstream vaping. Vapors there, excuse me. It's more 
the hobbyist side and the, the social side of vaping. That is... <laughs> yeah. But you can go and say hi to people you might have watched on YouTube or... Um, you, you might always order from this certain company, and the person and always, there. always, yeah, and they get a, and they write on your invoice, have a nice day or whatever. You, mm-hmm. you can go and say, you know, you can go and buy some liquid. And, I don't know, say thanks or whatever. Go and have a beer with them. Yeah, I'm working on the just add nick still, so just bring me beer. It's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, this is what I was going to say when we were talking about the raffle. Um, the the more beer that we comply you with before the raffle, the That's funnier it. you'll be. That so, is the key. Somebody told yeah, yeah. me that. Someone said to me the other day, you weren't as good last year. And I said, oh, I wasn't as pissed. So get me more beer yeah. and you get a better show. That's it. Bring more beer. Pay pay for the raffle ticket and then pay for a beer and give John mm. a beer. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll see what happens. <laughs> and then so watch much. the impending doom. <laughs> so if you, if you are coming, you need to make sure that Saturday morning... Uh, you know, the earlier the better. Just go to the Just Add Nick stall and uh, give John a beer. <laughs> yeah. And leave the rail cracker alone. Yeah. Jimmy wants it. <laughs> I want some. Um, no, but it's it's also a family event. That's the other thing I wanted to, to stress upon people is that if you're going to go to an event and you want to take your family, that is the only one I would do it at. Yeah, well, it's the only one that's anywhere geared towards that. Don't you? You can't actually. You, uh, I don't think you, there's no children allowed in in Vape Jam or uh, Expo. I don't think. No. no, I mean this no. year we went to another one. We went to the one at Doncaster. Oh yeah, yeah, the collective that was that was pretty family orientated. It, well, <laughs> it, it catered for kids. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah, this is the one that I'm looking forward to. We're all camping over and. I was sorting the tent out today, actually, sorting all the bits and pieces out and uh, the trailer. We're taking it's a- funny, because I get to see people's, you know, I get to see their people's kids that I haven't seen for a year. So I always see um, Rosie and Tilly, Rick's kids. Uh, <laughs> Rosie, I spoke to Rosie last week before the show, and she said, I'm probably too big for you to throw it, because I pick her up and throw her around in a circle. And she, she said, I'm probably too big. And I said, I like a challenge. Get ready. It's happening. You're definitely getting swung. I just remember last year on the Sunday, we were all having a, having a beer and um, uh, Rick had just been given his mod by Scott. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, and Rosie was counting swear words. Yes, <laughs> she was. You came out with <laughs> Uncle John's and another one. Uncle John's and another one. I, I, I seem to remember, yeah, yeah Uncle John's on 83 at the moment. No, oh. I wasn't I wasn't winning. Somebody else was on load. Rick was winning. I think was winning oh. that day. Yeah, she said, but she walked over to me and she went, five C's, 18 F's, <laughs> 14 S's. <laughs> Jesus. Love them. Absolutely love them. But no, it's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward. I've got all three of my horrors coming with me. Um, it's great, uh, honestly, and it, you're completely correct to say that 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 it is a family event. I don't care when people. Uh, there's been accusations flying around in the past. Of people saying, "Oh, I won't bring my kids," and that is absolutely your choice. But lots yeah, of yeah. people, lots of people bring their dogs, nice dogs, obviously, uh, bring their kids, uh, bring their other halves who don't. Doesn't my wife doesn't vape? My wife has been to Birmingham, she's been to London, and she's been to Shrewsbury. Well, I know the only one she's been to this year yeah. is Shrewsbury. I've got a hotel room at every one of these events. Yeah. There's always a gap on the side of me, that, but there isn't at Shrewsbury because she's coming. 
because it's I, it, it's that much better. I know through through obviously socialising with yourself and bits and pieces that your wife does tend to come to the location where you're going to an event, but she'll go off and go shopping or whatever. Whereas yeah, whereas not. at fest she's there. Yeah, she did, she, did, she did come to Vape Jam this year, but late on the Saturday, and then we went to London on the Sunday. She yeah. can't, tried to get my wife to Birmingham. It's nearly What's the selling point of Birmingham? <laughs> it's got the ball ring market. Ball ring? But you're yeah. not in, but, but the NEC's not in Birmingham. It's which not, is, no, it's bloody miles away from the town centre, from city centre. They, they'll go, I'm going to nip into Birmingham, and you go, you're fucking not. It's fucking miles. It, you might be there in thirty minutes if you're lucky. It's in, but because because the NEC for all purpose is in Solihull. It's not yeah. in. Yeah, that, that's where it is. Solihull's two miles away. Like bloody good ah, curry in Solly. There is there is one thing very good in in that area though. Mm-hmm. Chris Scott's barbecue. Totally true. Yeah, yeah. But that's again, that's that thing of making your own entertainment, isn't it? I like. I, I'm not knocking expert all because I really enjoy it. Um, but it's not for people who don't vape, and it's not for kids. No, but, it's but, not. But, but uh, vape fest is both of those things. I would also say um, uh, it, it's no, it's no uh, well kept secret. I wouldn't imagine. I think most people know that I suffer with social anxiety myself, and uh, have had some serious issues with that in the past. And John was the person who. Um, pulled me into that's the first, I was thinking that's the first time I met you I think that today actually. yeah the first yeah. time John met me was when I messaged him randomly and went well I'm walking around Expo and um, I don't know where anyone is can you give me some kind of a clue and you went walk towards the VIP area just walk in and I was like uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can do that da, da, da. And, you, and as I walked over you were like right come in by the cafe entrance and I was like oh okay and as I walked in, you were walking to the pub, walking to yeah. the bar to go and get some beers, and you just went, follow me, I need some yeah. hands. Yeah. But that's, that's, that, that's, that's the whole thing, though. That, that, that's, that's such an important bit of everything, because everybody's been in that situation. But now, Jimmy, you can, par- you can pass it on. Yeah, exactly. Is that, is that you go, because I've been that. I, the first time I went there, first time I went to Vapefest and Scott was there, I didn't say hi or anything. We just walked around for about half an hour and left. But there was a feeling of a missed opportunity. Yeah. You know, you just thought, oh, I fucked something up. I, there, there's, everybody had a great time. I didn't. So either the event's shit or I fucked it up and I fucked it up. We, we had it at, was it Jam this year that we both went to, dude? And, um, the guy, one of the guys coming at us, Chandler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he went, yeah. this is the first yeah. vape event I've been to. Yes. Um, and it was because we went and met up with him and had a chat. But <clears throat> I think uh, if you want to if you want to go to a show and you do have the anxiety issues, I think Fest is the one to go to to break yourself I, I, I would say fest or jam. If you're down, I would say if you're down south, we spend, uh, as I'm sure you did, we spend so much time in the fox outside. Yes, that you're not going in. You're coming to a pub, and we had yeah, yeah. there was a there was a couple of really good ones. Uh, one of them was Jib Jeb, who member of the Ideal Home Show Facebook page, who really wanted to come, and he, he 
suffers with social anxiety and on the day we were all sat there we we're all sat outside the pub having a drink and just over the road i saw a bloke who was about to either walk off and yeah. not, not come over or take a leap and he just saw it click in his head and went fuck it and just with such determination walked over the road and went oh jib jib hello mate and then um, he was there for the entire evening yeah Yeah. it's good when that happens isn't it yeah it's the same as expo most people meet up in the weatherspoons outside yeah yeah come yeah yeah And, and the other thing is we'll all if you're a member of any group any facebook group this isn't an ideal home show or vaguely vaping related centric thing if you're a member of anything and you know somebody just send them a message and they'll meet you yeah, yeah. because everyone's human and everyone gets a little bit a uh, bit tense but they'll all come and see you yeah but I, I just think that with jam and expo you tend to find the social scene outside the event yeah because you're away from all the loud music and all the all the the real hustle and bustle whereas fest because it is all outside mm-hmm. you tend to find it's everywhere there's yeah. just little pockets of people just having a chinwag and like you said the sv tent stood outside the sv tent or watching yeah. the I think, uh, there's no sv tent this year but there is a U, uh, uk squonkers uks tent they've got one um yeah, and you bring your own beer. That's the. I was just thinking that's probably yeah. the other advantage. You bring your own beer, can't you? Or you can bring yeah. John lots of beer. Bring John lots of local beer from a local to you and take it to him because he, he really likes it. Especially, especially Elgood's Warrior. After a few of those, he's, some he's, of them are so strong. <laughs> that's not even the worst one. Somebody sent me one from America, which was sixteen point nine. Sixteen percent. It was ridiculous, oh. but the worst thing was, but there's worse than that, Chandler. Yeah, it was dr- it was drinkable. Really? I mean, I've had. Yeah. Uh, I know uh, the Frog and Parrot in Sheffield is was quite famous for a beer called Roger and Out. Right. At the time, was the strongest beer you could you could get, and I know it was somewhere around fifteen, sixteen percent. You could only buy it in thirds of a pint. And yeah, this was a can of sixteen percent lager from uh, America, and but it was drinkable. Yeah, the Roger and Out is like drink, drinking treacle. Yeah, yeah but you, what you drank Warriors as well, didn't you? Whilst, uh, yeah, yeah. Was, I got you sozzled on, wasn't it, Chandler? Uh, yeah, it was. It was because they nice. were they were ten percent or something stupid. Yeah, but Ridiculous but Chandler was sitting down when he had his and wasn't moving about and didn't realise what they were because it was dark. So I just kept handing him bottles. <laughs> That is a good trick. And like I and said, I, I, had, I had two and couldn't get up. <laughs> yeah, I had to help him out of the chair. I, <laughs> Much I, tried, nice Mike. I, I actually tried to leave half a bottle sitting in the arm, because the arm of the chair had got a drinks bottle holder, and I, I tried to uh, leave half a bottle sitting there thinking, if I drink any more, and Jim suddenly appeared going, you've forgotten your beer! <laughs> so I didn't get you away, get away with, with it. Complete, complete if, if, with another bottle that he just opened going, yeah, have that for when you finish that one. If you're coming anywhere near the, the vaguely vaping, uh, we're going to have like a little area basically of the of the showground. We're going to try, try and yeah. camp up together and get in a big circle, circle the wagons and do barbecues and stuff in the middle of it. Oh, nice. And, and do a real social event. Um, I'm getting down quite early on the Friday, probably be there about four o'clock. Um, I think we're going to be there from about midday because we're it's my wife's birthday on the Friday. <laughs> Um, so we're stopping well. on the 
Yeah, I know. Every time we're going to stop on the way down at, um, on Thursday night and stay somewhere, probably just you know about thirty mile away, forty mile away. So I don't know. <laughs> you're you're a previous uh, member of the committee. I don't know what time we can actually pull onto the site to set up camp inside. I think you're all right. Friday four o'clock should be fine. I've been yeah. there at that time. Yeah, I think yeah, so. we're gonna. Well, basically, what's going to happen is there'll be a, some photographs go up on uh, the VVRP group on the Facebook group. Yeah. Uh, um, and there'll be pictures of what our little area is going to look like. Um, so people who are pulling onto site, you know, if you're alone or whatever, and you are a member of the group, feel free to come on over. Or you know, if you listen to the podcast and even not a member of the group. Feel free to try and find me. It'll be that you should probably see a yellow and blue uh, windbreak, massive thing. You won't be able to miss it. And a bright orange tent. Find it. Come and put, pitch up next to it. The the space right next to my tent is reserved. I'm afraid. Um, other than that, you'll feel free to to come and get in the powwow. Because um, Chandler won't be there until later on on the Friday, I believe. Yeah, I'll be coming. I'll be. I'll be coming down. Uh, yeah, I'll be there a bit later. So uh, yeah, you'll you'll be, be, you'll be there I don't. Um, this is. This is. Is it both of your second vape fest this year? This yes. Yes. First vape. My first vape fest was last year. Yeah. 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 It is. Oh yeah. It's my. It's my. It's my fifth. Fifth. Bloody! Hell, I didn't know it'd been going that long. To be honest with you. Or, no, no. It was just one, two. Yeah, fifth, including the first one I ever went to. This will be the fifth. Um, and I always have such good intentions. Right? If I get there on Friday, I'll be thinking, make sure you eat some food. <laughs> yeah. Don't drink. Don't drink any alcohol yet. And then I walk around to see who's already there. And there'll be someone banging a tent peg in. And they'll go, hey, all right, John, you want a beer? And I'll go, well, one's not going to be a problem. And then, yeah. then the problems begin. Yes, that's it, that's exactly yes. how it will be. As I say, um, feel free to come over and pitch a tent near, near me. However, um, no teetotalers allowed. No, um, you, you will be plied with alcohol because uh, a few beers is very good to get conversation going. However, don't have too many for fuck's sake. And if you don't I was gonna say if you don't think drink, was... it's fine. You feel <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't don't feel we're gonna ostracize you if you don't want to drink. Oh I don't know, it's... you can keep that rule if you like. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna just say one thing that I, I know is always a bone of contention with the committee. If you are camping, do try to be just just understand what reasonable is <laughs> when it comes it's, to noise. Yeah. It's the same as any rule regarding vaping. Don't be a dick. Yeah, that's really it. That's, that's pretty much the rule of life, in my opinion. Yeah. As long as you're not a dick, and as long as you're not screaming and streaking across the... the the campsite at half. I see, I one thing though, I've never camped. I've never camped a vape. You never. should never. No. What? Uh, I always get a hotel. Well, the first. Oh, there you go. I can do a vape fest story that you will like quite a lot because it is exactly what we were talking about. Don't get pissed early. Hang on a minute. I'm really sorry. I've had a beer. I'm gonna have to go and pee. Okay. So I'll you save tell you, the story. you. You tell. No, no, no. You tell the story. I'll be back. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> He's got old man bladder, it's fine. I have, it's okay. all right. Old man bladder. So, 
uh, one uh, year which would have been no, so, so I have to keep doing this so 2015 um, me and my friend hired a cottage in uh, uh, as a way of saving money we're going to mm-hmm. hire a cottage about it's about four mile away from Bakefest yeah. hire a cottage four mile away from Bakefest um, got to the showground um, oh my friend who'd hired he'd paid his half of the cottage I'd paid my half he could no longer make it I'm really sorry I had to cancel can't make it so now I've got a two bed cottage in the middle of nowhere to myself (laughs) so I think well I'll get to the showground I'll see what everyone's up to and then I'll get a cab to the cottage or whatever I'll do something so got there about three o'clock half through walked in Someone was putting a tent up. Oh, hello, John. Do you want a beer? Oh, I'll have a beer. Lovely. Cheers. Drank that. Oh, I'll see in a bit. Walked off. Next person. Oh, hello, mate. You want a beer? Had a beer. Had about six beers in about two hours. <laughs> and was a couple of sheets to the wind. And I said, I've got to get rid of my bag. I'll come straight back. But I've got to go and get the keys from the cottage. And the, o- the owner's going to meet me there. Oh, uh, Chana's just got back, so I'll do a quick, quick, quick. Oh, no, don't back. do a recap. Don't, don't do, do a recap. Okay, so, uh, so, so, uh, so, a few sheets to the wind, and my friend said, "I'll give you a lift to this cottage. Uh, you can meet the owner, and then, you, and then uh, call a cab and come back to the showground." So I turned up at a cottage in the middle of nowhere, like Airbnb, very obviously inebriated, carrying a bag. To this lovely woman, I just kind of turned up and she went, um, "Are you uh, Mr. Martin?" I said, "Yes, I am Mr. Martin." And she said, "I'll just show you around the cottage and show you a few of the things so you know how everything works." And I said, "Brilliant!" It's like being overcompensating for how pissed I was. And she went front room, and I was going to go, "Mm-hmm." And she went kitchen, and I went, "Fantastic!" And then I started finding it funny that I was being drunkenly shown around someone's house. I, felt, <laughs> I thought, this is so stupid, and I'm oh. such a knob. I shouldn't have done that. And now this poor woman is showing around the house. And, and that made me kind of let a bit more of the drunk out, that I found it funny. We got upstairs, and she said, um, okay, this is uh, the first bedroom. Um there's the en-suites just through that door there, um, double bed. Uh, you'll find a socket just by here. And she said, and I said, oh, great, great, great. And then she said, and, and then across the corridor just here, and she opened the door and she said, this is the second bedroom. And I still remember I said exactly these words. Call me crazy, but this weekend I'm only going to sleep in one bedroom. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and she looked at me like, I really hate you. <laughs> you are such a knob. And it didn't get any better because the next night when I was there, oh, no. I got a cab. I got a cab back at half two in the morning to that cottage. The taxi pulled up outside. Oh, I just gave him the postcode and the address and the cab pulled up outside. Uh, well, he pulled up and he went, here we are, mate. And I went, cheers, game of tenor. He drove off. No fucking idea where I was because he'd dropped me down the road from the cottage but I didn't know where it was 
relative to where I was. <laughs> okay. And then I thought, uh, so I'll you didn't know whether to go up or down? Nope. And they'd got that, you know, that thing, that energy saving thing where they turn all the street lights off? Yeah. Oh, no. There was no street lights. And I thought, I'll use my phone as a torch. And I, I unlocked my phone and it just for long enough for it to go low battery boop, and turned off. Oh, shit. <laughs> So I then I had this idea. I walked down the road. I walked down the road for what I guess is five minutes. And if that's not right, I'll have to turn back and walk ten minutes back in the other direction to be five minutes past where I was before. Mm. I did that. For, and then I was at the point, it was a balmy evening, and I thought, I'm going to sleep in the field. Bollocks to it. Oh, no. And then, no, no. But then out of no, after walking around for about 40 minutes, I saw suddenly i saw i recognized the cottage because i'd done the one thing they told you not to which was leave the light on which i had actually left the light on and i went in the cottage and my wife got the weirdest phone call at three o'clock in the morning from her pissed husband going i fucking found it i'm in it i am fucking it i am fucking home i got a plug i have got lights and i'm gonna get a fucking bed and she went why did you wake me up it's three o'clock in the morning, and I'm, I'm very happy because I fucking it. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> oh, so you rang your wife up and woke her up mm-hmm. to tell her that you found the cottage that she didn't know I'd lost because she didn't, didn't even mate. know that because yeah. she. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, so but that was so much shit from you is unreal. <laughs> it is unbelievable. Oh, man, oh bless her. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I am the yeah. I, I love vape fest an awful lot, but I am a a terrible bastard with everything. Yeah, going. I think it's just a great weekend because she's drinking and eating and socialising. It's it's it. That's it. That's that's the thing. Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll be having um, uh, cricket. I think the missus <laughs> cricket setting. It's cricket. <laughs> cricket and, and a child's golf set for. Pissed up golf. <laughs> Don't break anything. I think is the answer. There. Yeah, yeah like playing cricket. Car windows, or yeah. No, we wouldn't do that. We'd probably lose the balls, but mm. <laughs> it's fine. It'd be fine. It'd be great. It's a child set. If you can get a swing on a child's plastic fucking set, okay, right. golf set. You're, you're better Where- than most people. I know we're coming up to three hours recorded. Yeah, what, I think have you got any a- more? I think we, we probably. I I have one last question for you, John. Oh, go on then. John, if you could yes. appear in any nineteen eighties TV show, oh. what would you choose? Oh, that's quite good. Eighties uh, TV show. Um, that is that is that is good. Nineteen eighties. Oh, I'm going to go weird because you won't even know this. I don't think. Okay. I, I remember. Be- I think Chandler's got a chance. Yeah. But you haven't. I, I was born reckon. in 1986. So exactly. That's why I don't think you've got a hope. There was a there was a children's TV series called. Yeah, because I know everybody would pick something else. So I'm going to say there was a children's TV series called Mike and Angelo. That's what it was called. Mike and Angelo, and it was about a boy who had an alien that lived in his bedroom. 
Weirdly, the alien I just realised now was a 30-year-old man and the kid was about 10. So it's a bit fucked in the uh, head. But... So if you were going to appear in this, whose who's role would you take? Angelo, because he was, he, 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 he was magic as well. He, was, he, he lived on the ceiling. It's quite weird. So you would be the 30-year-old in the 10-year-old's bedroom? Yeah, now I've said that, it's, it's got a, a little lot weirder. Yeah. Okay, all, t- okay. all, let's get, all let's TV get... shows were weird like that. Let's, I can't wait to see. We'll get away from the weirdness yeah. with one last question. Very final. And I'm, uh, I've been wanting to ask this a little while. Uh, you're going to be part of a three-man uh, human centipede, and you're going to be in the middle. Who do you have in front and who do you have behind? You know, I know why he asked that as well, because I I told him about a podcast. He's obviously been listening to it. Yep. And that's <laughs> the so they've got to be famous, I assume, for you to know who they are. Well, yeah. Because I would... It's a tough one, isn't it? Because... Mm. Sort of makes you think, though, doesn't it? It does. But I think I would... I would take the bullet, right? Because you could choose Gillian McKeith, right? Because you know she's only <laughs> going to be eating nut roast, isn't she? So yeah. what comes out is basically what went in. So it doesn't matter. But I'm going to make it worse than that. You know the guy off Man vs. Food? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have him after he's just done a Mexican challenge. Oh, right? okay. And then Theresa May behind. Oh, <laughs> You're taking the bullet for the country. <laughs> I'll take the bullet for the country. So my shit plus the shit of a man who has just eaten a metric ton of Mexican food into Theresa May. Yeah, it's worth it. I'll take that bullet. <laughs> See, isn't it bad how you know exactly where the cut, where it came from? <laughs> and if you don't know, come and see me at Fest. <laughs> Because I have listened to all of them. They are fantastic, absolutely fantastic. He's a he's a hero of mine when I was a kid. So he yes. stayed that way. We will have you on for another podcast, though, John, because we That's there's good. loads of stuff that we haven't we talked haven't, about because know, it's fest. It's, there's there's the whole comedy stand up comedy thing we haven't gone through. There's loads yeah, of yeah. stuff. So we will have you back on if you want to come. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. And we might even double you up with uh, somebody else. Oh, that okay. could be good. Theresa May. Yeah, we, we, haven't done a, we haven't done a four-way yet. Hey. We've, we've, asked, we've asked Theresa May, and uh, yeah, she's currently busy at the moment. She's on a walking holiday in Italy, oh, trying yeah. to work out how the fuck she's going to pull this out of the fire. <laughs> <laughs> we might get you on for political cast. <laughs> that would be good. But, it, has, it has been suggested that we do do a, a, a vaguely not vaping-related uh, okay. So, yes. uh, non APS episode. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think non- this. I think this was it. <laughs> <laughs> We've had fun. I hope yeah. you've had fun. Yeah, yeah. Great night. Great night. Great. Night. And I hope our listeners have had fun as well. Right. It Thank just you. leaves me to say, uh, if you wish to contact uh, Chandler, you can do so on the vvrp at gmail dot com. That's T H E V V R P at gmail.com. <laughs> you can contact myself via, well, Facebook's probably the easiest, but the VVRPGym at gmail.com. 
That's vvrpjim at gmail.com. John's looking very weird, but this happens no, in every episode because we fucking started it because he's a cop. <laughs> uh, you can also buy merchandise on uh, vvrp.cottoncart.com. Indeed. You can indeed. <laughs> I'm not spelling all of that one. No, 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 no. <laughs> Mainly because I can't actually spell cotton cart. Oh, dear. I, I start putting um, K's yes. and things in it. Or if you're on uh, Facebook, jump on to uh, Facebook, search Vaguely Vaping Related. You will find us, answer some questions, jump into the group. It's a bit of a laugh. There's normally t- pictures of me and John sharing T-shirts. And it's, yeah, it's, it's currently turned into an, an advert for the Turk at the moment for some strange reason. Well, Turk is good tobacco juice. So oh, yeah, yeah. Can't... Very good, very good, very good stuff. And there's the Instagram. And there's the Instagram. Yeah, yeah, just search for Vaguely Vaping... Vaguely... Vaguely... I've had a beer, can you tell? Search for Vaguely Vaping Related Podcast on uh, Instagram and you should find us. Hashtag the the VVRP. Thanks for having me. That's all right. Thanks for coming on, mate. If you are going to fest and you're listening to this, whether it be... If it's on the Saturday, jump in, get the raffle. Um, If it's Sunday, just come and have a giggle. Oh, yeah, and I will just say as well, because I'm sure you'd say exactly the same thing. If you like the uh, Vaguely Vapor-related podcast and you want to say hi, go and say hi to them. That's and exactly you, what I was about to say. And if you, if you like the Idea Home show, come and say hi. Uh, there's four of us there. Come and say hi. Oh, and we've got, and we've got special edition vinyls. <gasps> you Ooh. found vinyls, because I heard you mention no, nobody no, we haven't found, found them. them. Mike's done them. Oh, Mike! Oh, um, People who, who don't know who John is, he is the presenter on, or one of the four present, five presenters now on the Idea Loam show. And they can find them on YouTube and just search for The Ideal Ohm Show. And you'll see John's lovely mug. Thursdays. Everything he possibly can. Thursdays at 9 pm. And if I just get my, my VVRM mod, what's engraved in the back is especially for John. Yay. The Ideal Home Show, Thursdays, it doesn't say 9 ish. p.m. It doesn't. Ish. Chandler didn't print 9 p.m. ish on it. Ish. He well, had it 3D printed with the Ideal Home Never on time. It's very nice, though. I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching. Um, Chandler would like to say goodbye. Uh, goodbye, and hopefully see you at a fest. Mr. Martin Esquire, would you like to say adios? Adios. See you at fest. Hopefully. That's been us three talking nonsense, and we'll see you soon. Love you, bye.